Well, who wants to go first? Let's just get it. This go. I'll go first. Oh. As she says in her redneck voice. I'll um, go first. Welcome to. <laughs> Welcome to the Nerdcaster. I'm trying to start. Hate <laughs> you. Welcome to the Nerdtastic Podcast. Yeah, let's do this. It's going to span comics, movies, TV, games, anime, whatever we can throw out there, we're going to throw out there. It's a constant battle. This one is a nerd fight. Just like all the debaters. You guys know I'm very easily entertained. Put your tray tables up and your seats in the full upright position and get ready for... The Nerdtastic Podcast. I did it because I saw how, how, how mad you were cursing. <laughs> oh. So I was like, oh, I have to. All right, go ahead. Welcome to the Nerdtastic Podcast. I'm Rose. I'm Desmond. And I'm Kurt. Oh. We got through that. We, we did it. That. Today <laughs> is a very special episode all about... Uh, movie that came out this weekend um, that was quite... It's the title of the episode. We don't have to be mysterious. A little movie called Infinity War. Infinity War! We've been waiting for this movie for a while. and uh, Angry Grimace yeah. Strikes Back. Angry Grimace Strikes Back. Right. <laughs> Name actually used in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they did. They did give Grimace a name drop. Awesome. Yep. It's just, there was a reference to a ball sack also, and yeah, there were there were many slurs hurled at the uh, at the the Thanos creature. Um, yeah, but we can do we, we can do our little our usual bit. We'll do our uh, spoiler free review, um, and then we'll we'll dive down deep into the many many horrible spoilers this movie has. So if you haven't watched it yet, you want to wait until you're done watching it, and then watch listen to the rest of our episode. Yeah, because uh, like I don't I don't really think I can not spoiler. Uh, I'll be honest. Okay, so we're just gonna go ahead and throw up the spoiler alert now. Yeah, to be in. safe. Uh, so if you yeah. haven't seen it, uh, don't and you don't want spoilers, go away. Go watch away. it. And then come back. But and go listen to, listen to one of our other shows, and then come go yeah. watch the movie and come back because yeah. we still need the downloads. Yeah, yeah keep keep <laughs> watching our stuff and listen to our stuff. But um, if you don't want to be spoiled, this is your your fair warning right now to turn away, turn away. And now we're going to okay. Everybody's things. still here. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one left. Absolutely nobody. Nobody, nobody left. I did not hear the door slam. So good. <laughs> I have to add it in in post. What's that? The sound effect. The said. sound effect. Oh, for cymbal smash? <laughs> for the door <laughs> shutting. Oh, I thought yeah, you were we doing like have, a... We don't have a fully budget. There's a... We can't go buy cymbals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got cymbals sitting next to me, actually. I got a whole drum kit sitting next to me. I thought she was trying to do the, the whole, like, ba dum is what I thought she was doing. <laughs> uh. All right, so who wants to, who wants to ex- express their opinion first? I, I'll start. I'll, I'm, I'm going to just, you know, even though we said we're we're going into spoilers, I'll give give just my generic on it uh, as as like a spoiler free type deal. 
Um, you don't have to. We already threw the tag. No, I know, I know, but I mean, just to keep it brief, because I know we're going to go really in depth on a lot of things. Um, I thought, I, I mean, I thought the movie was was good. Uh, uh, it, you know, two hours and forty minutes uh, was a long movie, uh, dude. I like, I like trying to prep myself going into this movie too, because like, like first of all, I couldn't get did tickets. You no, I well, I, I did, but then I had to make sure I peed a lot before I went to the movie because I didn't <laughs> want to have to get up and go to the restroom. Right. So I didn't get, I didn't get a coke. I didn't get any candy, anything. I didn't want to do. I didn't want to take a chance. No chances. Because uh, I don't want to. You can't yeah, enjoy it. You're moving. No, I, I hydrated ahead of time. But anyway, so I, I did make a pee break and all that kind of good stuff, and and sat through it. So I didn't have to go to the restroom because I knew two hours and forty minutes. Uh, I wasn't able to get tickets until uh, a ten fifty showing. So at two hours and forty minutes long, um, after the previews and everything like that, I was walking out of that theater at like one thirty a.m. So I was I was concerned I might fall asleep, and that didn't happen. Um, but uh, I thought the movie was pretty decent. I mean, it's it's like a lot of little different like story storylines going on there with everybody that's doing different things uh, in regards to trying to stop Thanos from getting the Infinity Stones. Um, I had bought some uh, comics like I'm trying to remember how many years ago it was. Uh, it wasn't too terribly long ago, but it was the Infinity War comics um, that they had came out with. Um, I want to say it was like maybe four years ago. Uh, read those, and I, I wish I would have sat down and, and pulled those back out and looked at them again before going into this movie, because I was really trying to remember kind of some of the things that was in the comics. Uh, so I, I do feel, though, because I can't really remember everything that was in the comics, I do feel that there was a lot of things that was in the movie that definitely was not in the comic. And so I was a little shocked at some of the some of the choices when they made as far as killing people off. And, uh, but I thought it was a decent movie. Uh, I just thought it had a pretty, pretty shocking ending. Uh, but apparently some people think that was the ending that it had to be. And, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I thought it was a decent movie. Uh, I mean, I don't know how to score it on a, on a scale of one to 10. Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to, it's definitely nowhere near a nine or a 10 for me, but, uh, I'm on the fence. You know, I'm just going to say seven and a half because I'm on the fence between a seven and an eight. Uh, but I'm going to say a seven and a half. I thought it was a good movie v- visually. Like, like I thought some of the CGI, some of the CGI was really fantastic, but then some of the CGI kind of sucked ass. Um, it was really weird. It kind of depended on, I think it was some of the lighting issues, like with some of the battles, especially, um, in Wakanda. Uh, is that right? I say that right. Yeah. Wakanda. Yeah. Um, uh, I, th- I thought some of that CGI looked a little cheesy um, in relation to some of the other, and I think it might have been just because of the way the lighting was. Uh, but uh, some of the fighting was really fantastic. I mean, I, I really liked some of the epic fights that was in there. Uh, I thought that was cool. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna. I really need to pull my comics out and take a look at those so that I can kind of refamiliarize myself with what actually happened in the comic versus what happened. You know, well, let me let me let me bill. just let me just bill you out on that one. Um, yeah, do you want a different story? Because that's what you're going to get. Well, I mean, I the, mean the, the main, the core story, I guess, is the same. That's but, what I felt. I was like, I don't but, remember any I, of this I, shit. Well, in the comic. I mean, in the sense of Thanos has an Infinity Gauntlet and wants to kill half the universe. Yes, uh, sure, that's the same. Everything else is different. Yeah, well, all the death was different. Him succeeding was no. Different. He succeeds. 
Does he? In the comic? In the com in the infin in the Infinity Gauntlet saga, he he succeeds, but then he gets up. All Nebula's there. That's about the only thing that's right. Uh, Mephistopheles isn't there. Adam Warlock isn't there. I mean, I'm saying in the movie, so that's it's a lot different. There's a there's a lot of people missing, replaced, switched around. Right. Yeah. But I mean, generally, yeah, it's the same idea. I mean, I'm I'll, I'll just I think that holds, but I think you probably should read it because it's different. Yeah, I need to read it again and read cuz it cuz it's been I only read it one time. That was the thing too. I like burned burned through the comics like super super fast, read it one time and I I should have probably read it like three or four times at least. And well, um it, it, I mean, Death is a personification. She's a woman in Marvel universe. Yeah. And uh Thanos is in love with her. She's in love with Deadpool actually at some point. It's just a weird thing. But it's all said about his being in love with her and trying to prove to her that he how much he loves her, and that's why he's killing people. And oh yeah, that's right. And it has nothing uh, so to do with trying so to save different. the universe. Yeah, yeah, because this that's that's exactly it. I'm glad you said that because in this film, it makes Thanos appear to be like a humanitarian. Well, like, he's a sympathetic villain because he has an actual point yeah. of view and exactly. a logic that holds and whatever yeah exactly because he 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 feels and and there's probably some truth to it you know by overpopulation of any planet it's going to uh bring on the demise of that species and the demise of that planet and so by regulating um that growth and uh he actually you know increases increases that species life is what what his whole thought process is his own planet because he said he saw it there and everything like that yeah yeah uh well i'm probably the criterion of the group i'll just be honest with you i do not hate this movie this movie is a marvel movie yeah, it's probably. I, I feel like I have to say this every time I watch a new Marvel movie, but it's the most comic booky uh, series. I would say it felt like an. Um, you know how they do every year? There's a big event where you have like Secret Wars or some such. Yeah. Uh, where they uh, fight. They, 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 there's the main title that runs, and then all the other comics are tie-ins. This very much felt like the movie was. All the tie-ins collected in one, you know, uh, paperback. And I was like, oh, it's a trade. And I was like, that's wonderful. Um, I don't know how you make a movie both rushed and too long. But Marvel did it. I have to say that. Uh, I love the Russos. But this story just should have never got off the ground to me. They did the best they could with what they had. And then also, uh, because of the time gem, I really, in the power gem, and just how much power they gave Thanos, I don't know. I feel like they went in the weird middle ground. It was either too much or not enough with the gauntlet. And so now I don't feel like anyone's dead. I also don't feel like anyone's dead because I would say out of all the people we saw disappear, uh, three quarters to half of them have confirmed future flicks. So thank you, Marvel. This is why I tell you stop announcing Star Wars films. 
Yeah, and, the, and that's because the thing is that you're right. They're, so they're all going to be back. They're all going to be back because they have. Oh, they're going to be in another universe. I don't give a shit. They're not or a dead. different timeline, or their story's going to be before Infinity War or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's so, the, that's definitely the one thing about it that everybody was like, "Oh, it's so awful because all these people died," and it's like you know they're all coming back in the next movie. Like Black Panther is <laughs> going to have a, another. Well, I mean, but Black Panther has his own films confirmed. So does Spider Man. Whoop de do. And then I I really love. Love, love the lazy ass tie-in for Captain Marvel in this film, <laughs> right? <laughs> because you either I like I feel like that's going to be a big part of the next part. The next what, saga. this is this is all my thing right here. You know, you know the tie-in is that is obviously so so, but that's I, the I, problem. It's not like they didn't make it. They didn't have it where people knew what it was. They were just like. Oh, no, no, right no. There. And I feel you like it's really have to super, know. Yeah, no. It, you'd have to know what that big tie-in for. Yeah, you'd have to know what that four. symbol meant to catch to catch that that was Captain Marvel. But this is whole my this is what my thing is is that at the very end, and, and we, we may be jumping around a little bit, but at the very end, whenever Fury text messages or whatever it is that he's doing with that device, it's like a pager or whatever. Um, uh, what I mean, what the fuck is Captain Marvel going to do? Well, that's the problem. Like, uh, Captain Marvel is apparently all-powerful in this. Uh, I, I have a feeling she's going to be very Superman-ish. Mm. Uh, I don't think... I. That's the thing. We're going to have to wait and find out till the next movie to see which, how she does. Right. Um, I just... Yeah. I don't... I have a feeling it's not going to be great. Like, I do I'm wanna... not, not being negative. Just this one was disappointing to me because I was like, oh, great. It also didn't help them before I saw it. One of the last things I saw was Kevin Feige being like, oh, well, it really doesn't matter about four because it's just not going to live up to the hype. And I was like, oh, thanks? Like, right. did you just shit on a movie that hasn't come out while I'm going to watch the movie that's supposed to lead into that movie? Marvel needs to get a control, or I guess Disney, because I'll be honest, Star Wars pisses me off too. Needs to get control on their creative teams and tell them to shut the hell up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> One, we don't need them to announce every film. We don't need all the infighting. We don't need to know that they don't think a film's great. We don't need it. And I know that you can't control all of that, but they need to be team players. And this film needed to sell. And I'm sure it did. I haven't looked at the numbers. Because here's the point. This is, and I don't know how to put this. Like you ever eat something that's really good, but you're full, and you're like, "Oh, this last bite—it's so good, I have to eat it." And then you eat it, and you're like, oh, "I did that, and I'm way too full, and I'm not sure if the last bite was worth it, but I did it." That's how I feel. That's how I feel. I'm like, I got it, and it—it it gave me it—it's—it it did conclude my Marvel adventure. However, um, I would have rather seen a million other things. So, uh, I mean, I because I think at every point when something happened, I was like. But what about, or why didn't they? And that just makes it worse because this movie is all over the place, and it, it is too many people in. So I'm like, I had a lot of those moments. And that well, and yeah, and I and I know we're gonna get into this. We're gonna break it down. But that was one of the things that that I, I mean, there was a lot of people in it. But I really thought there was gonna be a lot more with the way they were, the way some of the stuff was talking before that there was gonna be. 60 Avengers in this movie. There probably and, was, but they were all crammed in there. I don't I'm sure they're going to tell if, us that Ant-Man and the Wasp were flying around somewhere. I know that's what I was going to say. If they were in there, they were in there like at a flash and you'd have really had to been paying attention to catch it and everything like that. So, but yeah, 
because um, they name check. They look. This movie is so jam packed that they had to just name check Hawkeye. Hawkeye's not even in it. They just had to give him a name check. Okay. Yeah, right. he wasn't in it. They also name checked uh, uh, Ant Man. Yeah, I know. Right. That's what I'm saying. They they were both like, oh, they're in it, but uh, they're they're not here. It's they're like, doing other things. They're dealing with their families. Like they checked out, and they're not. They said it was too much, so they. I'm like, you know what? When the universe is gonna end, you give them a ring. I'm just saying, ask, ask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I mean, think about that for a minute. You know, it's like, um, there's this really big ass freaking alien that's coming with a lot of really powerful aliens and he's basically going to wipe out half our planet but see that's the thing that's can the you problem come with, help us that's I mean, the problem with Thanos. no so i need to i need to go to my kid's birthday party i mean you end up with the superman problem which is hey should we um you know so should superman show up and if so what's the threat that makes superman show up because he can just end it immediately right right so now I feel the same way. I'm like, wait a minute. We always have the question, why didn't the Avengers show up to XYZ in any of the other films, right? It's not important enough. Like Hydra infiltrating isn't really enough and da-da-da-da-da. Speaking of Hydra, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying that they, they do that, and it right. just pissed me off. That Like, oh, there's a secret Captain Marvel's out there in the universe. I'm like, Captain Marvel needs you to call her? But when half the universe disappears, like fucking, where was Marvel when this shit went down? Now you're hoping like, she got the call. some things you get your ass back for, and this is one of them. I have a feeling there's like they're gonna explain like yeah, where I have a she feeling they're gonna cram way too in much story movie. into introducing a new character that we don't need introduced before the next film. Yeah, because she's well, she's gonna have her own movie out before the next right. Avengers movie comes out. No, I, I, I mean, I, I get that. I'm just saying. I think they're gonna they're gonna make a film and it's gonna be cramming way too much story in to explain why Captain Marvel, who she is, where she comes from, and why she wasn't there in Infinity Wars to begin with. Right. And so and, that like that's what the story is gonna have to be because otherwise it doesn't make sense because then you're gonna spend half of Infinity War her going, Sorry guys, I was in the shower. And explaining yeah, think, why she's I think awesome. that's I think that's what it's gonna be about, and that's fine with me. I think that'll be fine. But I feel like that makes this three films long. And the first film was was really didn't need to be the length or the content that it was. And so that's not I'm just saying that's not a good sign to me. Uh, so do, so... I, I I'm just I hard disagree with all of that though. <laughs> I thought that uh the movie was great. I loved it. Also, I felt like they did a really good job tying in all of the the superheroes and uh did a really good job uh, with the writing and not, w- while able to keep in so many characters, still keep the story interesting and not feel like I'm being ripped around from one place to another and get getting dizzy and those kinds of things. No, that, I, I will agree with you that they kept the continuity with Thanos. That was a smart move. This movie is very much Thanos the movie, and I like that. I do like mm-hmm. that aspect of it. But I feel like there was a lot of service of, like, we promised we were going to have 60 Avengers. We will have 60 Avengers. It doesn't matter if they show up for five minutes or not. Blah, 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 blah. And then, like, the gratuitous death scenes that are meaningless. That's my thing. If those deaths meant something, this is a fantastic movie. However, since I've confirmed sequels for over half of them, this is not a good movie. It's an okay movie. I'm pretty sure that some of them... Some of the deaths we witnessed in this movie are 100% dead. Okay, 
What I mean is at the end. I don't the yeah. Loki thing. And here's the thing with Loki. Loki's been dead before. That's that's only yeah, mentioned yeah, about even twelve times. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's dead. I'm pretty sure he's dead for real. Well, this I'm time. just saying they they didn't manage to point out like a good dozen times that he's he's died before. The other thing being that, I mean, you, you guys know my opinion on this. Oh, Hiddleston died. Great. Three movies too late. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not impressed, Marvel, that you finally killed off the only thing that you thought was keeping your franchise alive, villain-wise, up until this point. Well, I, I kind of thought that the film itself, I mean, like, I, I understand what Desmond is saying about, like, making a really super long movie, but also kind of rush rush the movie. It's almost as if, like, you were to try to rush uh, all three Lord of the Rings movies into one three-hour movie. Um, and so I, I felt like that we could have right. probably we could have probably gotten more out of the Infinity Wars, or at least this initial part, out of it, out of like a two or even possibly a three movie deal, um, and, and expanded a little bit on it. You know, probably more realistically, two movies at two hours each, as opposed to one at two hours and forty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I understand what Desmond means on that. Well, I mean, my my point is this: why if if this is what they've been building to, and they've known this for a long time. I mean, would we rather have not seen what happened with Iron Man's arc be one of the Iron Man movies? Like, that story pulled out and fully explained. And the same thing with Doctor Strange. Like, while Doctor Strange is an alright film, would this not been more better leading up to this and getting some of this explanation? Like, if all those films ended with the same note of Thanos knocking on the door of Earth... And then we got that his story from there on, and we didn't have to jump around to everything else. I would have been really happy. I wouldn't have changed. I wouldn't change Black Panther. I think Black Panther gets a pass on that one. But even Captain America, I think, could have given up uh, a little bit for this. Like Civil War could have tied into this and got rid of some jokes. I'm just saying that, like, it is rushed. I see. It I didn't feel like it was rushed at all. I thought that it, they did really well with the pacing. Um, especially considering how many characters they had, I feel like they did a very uh, Game of Thrones thing, not from the not just from the uh, the multiple deaths, but from the the fact that it's like telling this multiple storylines with different groups of characters and right, going in between right. each group. And I feel like they did a really good job with that. So I didn't feel the entire Given time the watching it, I never though, felt. I rushed. feel like that quantifier is important. Like, they didn't have... That's the problem I have, is they didn't have to have all those characters. I mean, that's fair. They didn't have to, but I feel like right. they still did a good job even though they had them. No, no, like, I, I'm not... I'm not... I agree with what you're saying, Rose. What I'm saying is, I think that you're you're saying, well, you know, given that someone has a broken leg, they ran pretty fast. And the point is that, yeah, but they didn't have to run with a broken leg. They could have done something different. And that's that's all I'm saying. I guess... Is I, yeah, what, what... I guess the point I'm trying to make is that I think it would have been just as good with less characters as it was with the amount of characters they had. So whether the leg was broken or not, it was still good. Well, I mean, but my point is, if it would have been just as good, then those characters were added for no reason. You you had non-value-adding content, and that's Mm -hmm. what I believe. Then I I'm gonna say then that I think it would be better. It's better than it would have been if it had less characters. Oh. Okay. 
I well, mean, let's, I let's go through the story, but yeah, let's go I, through I, it because that, there's that a statement there's... right there is the crux of my. I highly, highly disagree. Because yeah. literally, we name check some Avengers, and Wong shows up, and I just felt like the counter was like sixty, and then he jumped back in his portal. Like the, there was a lot of characters that showed up just so they could get that count what they promised. I don't know. I mean, that's that's what I was discussing a little bit after the show um, with my brother-in-law. I was like. Was there 60 in there? I mean, I'd like really have to go down and do a hard count. I mean, you know, we got the basic ones that are in there that we know, you know, like Thor and Scarlet and all that. I mean, not Scarlet, um, Black Widow and all that. And um, but, uh, you know, I would I would have to really go in and, and think about it, you know, as far as if we got the full 60, you know, actually. Or however there. many they promised. I just feel like there right, were people that were checked just to get their their dollar. Yeah, and and I don't. I mean, I I did agree, you know, with. So when I say it's a seven and a half to an eight for me, um, it's that there's a lot of factors that are involved with that because I did enjoy the different little quest that each each was doing. Each one had their own little. They were going towards their own different Infinity Stone quest. Yeah. So um, to 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 get to to stop Thanos. And uh, and I did enjoy enjoy that. Uh, and and I and and, the, and when I say that I think they could have made two movies out of this, it's because I felt they could have expanded on those aspects even more and made a greater story out of it by expanding more on each of each of those quest stories um, instead of uh, yeah cramming cramming them into one you know two little over two and a half hour movie and that's exactly um, what i'm saying i have no problem with what was in the film i yeah. have a problem with what wasn't in the film i just feel like i feel like i i would much rather have one almost three hour long movie than two two hour long movies with covering the same type of stuff i feel like You're i don't know i didn't feel like we missed anything movies covering the same type of stuff though I mean, it's fine, but I'd rather. That's the thing. Like, I've always rather have a longer movie. But what, what I'm saying is, you're getting, you're going to get two long movies anyway, even though you just said you don't want. So two I'd short. rather have two long movies than four movies. Then how about that? <laughs> Since you're going to, I'm just, I'm just saying that way. Since you're going to put it that way, I feel like it's Graham. That's all. I have nothing wrong with what's in it. Like, I don't think that. I mean, honestly, this is the best acted. Marvel movie, probably the most balanced performance wise. I have no problem yeah, saying that. I would, I would definitely say that. I, no, I, yeah. Almost every character turns in uh, a better performance than they have in the past. And the only reason I say that is some have done a really great job in the past. And also, some did not get as much screen time. Screen time, as, yeah. I mean, like Black Panther, I almost want to say is just a checkbox. Like, yeah, does, it's he, very quick. He does nothing, and even though he's on screen, he's very much just in costume, bouncing around, like fighting people, and not like Spider Man has more of a role in this movie than he does. I feel like Shuri oh, yeah. has more of a role in the movie than he does. Probably. I mean, was she the girl? Was, she, was she the one that was trying to uh, separate the stone? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I, I loved her banter with uh, Bruce. I think his his role being small is fine. I think uh, the size of we just had his movie. role is fine. I think yeah, the size exactly. of the Hulk's role is fine. Those are not the ones that I would. I think I'd rather have seen a Scarlet Witch and Vision movie. 
uh, oh. to 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 lead into this, maybe. I, I would that, be okay with that. Because that was one of the things when I say it was rushed is like there was this very quick like we know they have a relationship, but where the relationships at when we meet them is much further along than I feel like it had. Oh, so you got you, Desmond's mad. He got gypped out of his love story. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we really didn't though, and that's part of the foundation of half this movie. Right. Yeah, so there's a lot of the... lot of relationship stuff. That that would be something I would agree with you for sure on. Was that I would have liked to see a Vision and Scarlet Witch movie, or like even just like I don't know. I know they don't really do shorts, right? Like a short, like hour long, or half, even like forty five minutes, like well, a TV show hour, whatever. And that and that was one of the things I was a little on. A li- I, I, I'll, I'll use the word confused, I guess. I was a little on the confused side because uh, when Vision, you know, was like basically in like total human form, you know, with, with the skin texture or, or the skin coloring and everything like that, um, I was a little confused because I was like, how how much time has passed, you know, uh, yeah. between between when we saw him and, and Scarlet, uh, actually Scarlet Witch, uh, you know, Versus now, I mean, because I don't see that being like a like a one year deal or something like that. I mean, I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I don't that part of the comic I'm not familiar with at all. Uh, so uh, maybe that was on point. But I just felt like it was I, for me. I was kind of like, mm, you know, how how did how did he get to where he's at right now? You know, yeah, that, and their relationship because I also felt like Star Wars, uh, Star Wars, Star Lord, and Gamora were further along than we had seen them. Over the course of two movies. Right. There's just, I feel like when I say Rush Rose, that's what I mean. There were a lot of credit given to, well, you know, it was going to get here eventually. So we just skipped a cup. We skipped a few steps to bring it to where we needed it. Yeah. And that, that kind of laziness is what pissed me off because the movie is three hours long. There is no call to have to make those kind of skips and they're taken for granted. Like Hawkeye and Ant-Man just being written over. If Wong can show up to disappear back through a portal after two minutes of fighting, <laughs> so can they. He's like, you know what I mean? got to go protect the sanctum now. Yeah, yeah, I know, but that's literally, like, that's what I'm saying. If he can just show up and then be like, deuces, I got to go protect the sanctum. From what? From Thanos. Well, that's where we're going. Yeah, I'll be over here, though. Yeah, that's I'm going to get back here. Yeah, because I can't protect it if I'm not at it. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a, it's a weird deal that that happens. He, like, he was setting up the last line of defense. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad with it. Like I said, it's just we skip a few steps just to get the count in. I feel like, and then with the love stories, there's a lot of uh, ground that's just like taken forever. And also, as much as I love Peter Dinklage as a giant dwarf, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, I was like, that's that's great. You're gonna tell me that 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 scene, the whole the whole story arc at the forge, didn't take too long. That it wasn't I would drawn say, out. yeah, I would say that that would be the 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 main one that I would say was a little little drawn out. I don't know if it's because see, and I wish I had gotten a chance to see this a second time before we talked about it, but I don't know if it was because like they just spaced it out too long in between other scenes, and so it, I, it felt was longer. it was some of the pacing. It was some pacing. It didn't really fit with the pace of where it went back and forth from. And they did do a good job, like I said. They did a good job with the pacing. That's not what I mean. What I mean by rushed is we skipped over parts of the story to get to where we are in the story. Okay. So, like, the fact that Ant-Man and Hawkeye can't show up. The fact that Scarlet 
and Vision are ready to get married. The fact that uh, Captain America and Black Widow apparently might have a thing going on. Where the hell has Captain America been? What's up with his nomad costume that if you don't read comics, you have no idea what's going on? You know, these sort of things. Like, Bucky was shown in Wakanda just being trapped, and now he's ready to go back to war, and they built him an arm, and we didn't even touch on that in a whole Black Panther film. And Yeah, let's let's dive off into I, some of the specifics, because there's we, a we, lot of specifics I want to yeah, talk about. Yeah, we probably about. should run through the story. I'm just, these are my general gripes when I say it was rushed. We skipped over a lot of A to C points. Like, we were like, B doesn't really matter because you know this was where it was going to get. And it's like, yeah, but I still kind of wanted to see it. I mean, I've watched, what, 10 movies? Can I get this? It's been 10 years of my life. You can't <laughs> take the time. Right. So so let's 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 just start breaking it down. So like the very very beginning, you know. Uh, yeah, someone's got a someone's got a just someone the have the synopsis pulled up. Right. So yeah, let's let's uh, because I don't I don't want to start if we don't have somebody doesn't can't keep us on track. I'll do it. I don't care. But I'd rather just. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Just Wikipedia the plot or whatever. I just don't want to. I don't want to start and then be like, oh yeah, remember this happened. There's going to be a lot of jumping around for us mentally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, la, 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 la. what's it gonna? Did you guys see this in IMAX or something? No, I, did I not. saw it. I just, normal. Yeah, I just saw it. yeah, normal. Yeah, I saw it at the drive-in, so I did not see it in IMAX. Yeah, no I, fancy uh, stuff. Yeah, the theater I saw it in was was a it was a big movie theater itself, but the actual theater that I was in was uh, um, very small. But it had big ass, comfy recliners. So um, I do like that this is the new trend of a uh, theater going. Comfy recliners. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Dude, like, they're comfy recliners and movie pass. The movie industry should be booming right now. Oh, uh, except movie pass. I don't know if you did. You hear about what an yeah. update they announced after, right as soon as Avengers comes out? What was it? You can only see a movie once on Movie Pass, so oh. like you can only use it to go see Avengers like once, or any other movie. Mm. See, I was wondering when that was going to play out because because the thing about it is is that the Movie Pass does not benefit the film industry. Who it benefits is the theaters themselves because the thing is is that no, it's the it's the opposite. It's the opposite of that, but yeah. No, no, I don't. No, he's right. He's no. he's right because the the theaters don't get any money from the ticket sales for the first two weeks. So no, that's, yeah. what, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't benefit. It doesn't benefit the theaters. It benefits the film industry because no. they're going to get all their money. They get the money for those tickets every time, right? No, yeah, the but then the theaters, the movie pass, the movie pass. If you go see, you know, five new releases in the first week that they come out, you're only paying your monthly fee. No, that. but MoviePass pays. MoviePass pays the 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 distribu- the distributors. They pay the studio. But the theaters get off on it too because the less the if you don't buy any uh, if you don't pay for the movie ticket, you're more likely okay. to buy a snack. No, no, no. Those. That's the that's what I'm saying. That's the theory. But when he was saying that it, it benefits, it only benefits the movie theaters. I'm like, no, because you don't actually have to pay them. You can choose to pay them because you're getting at a discount price. The the, the theaters. That's why the theaters are fighting back. Because the the movie industry doesn't care, they're getting their money, they're getting their from ticket movie price pass. from Movie Pass when you go. Hmm. Right. 
Well, I mean, I don't know. We'll talk about that on another deal. Yeah. Anyway, um, but I'm trying to get the chronology. I have order. it up. Do you have All it? Right. Okay. Yeah. Sin Rose. Okay, good. So, okay. So it's the movie starts out. It opens up with uh, basically right where Ragnarok left off. Yes. Uh, where um, the entire group ship with the, the Asgardians on it, all the surviving Asgardians, has been destroyed. Um, the only ones who are left alive at this point are Thor, Loki, and Heimdall, and and Hulk because he's on there too. But yeah, like all of everybody there is dead. So all of the this is the this was a big like opening disappointment for me. I think um, because it was it just felt like oh wow, all of the stuff they did in Ragnarok to try and save all the Asgardians was totally pointless because they're all dead now. It really was. Uh, it really, it really was kind of a disappointment. It was for me in a special way because I don't know if you guys read the comics so much, but um, the Asgardians, when things happen, they end up in Oklahoma, right? Yeah. And I really thought that's what the because when we open, we just hear the the distress call, right? Mm-hmm. It's the titles running, and they were like, "This is the what Asgardian ship, da da da, calling for any." It's a you know. A, a distress call. Mm-hmm. And I thought they were going to like crash into Oklahoma and it was going to be like a farmer on his tractor watching like Thor land with his hammer and being like, what place is this? You know? Yeah. Nope. Nope. Thanos tearing it limb from limb in space. And I was like, oh. Right. So as a comic, yeah. you know, just a little disappointment there for you. We also, don't get new Asgard. Something I didn't even think about until just now. Where the fuck was Valkyrie? Cause she was on that ship with them when the yeah. when yeah, it was no, over, that's, and that's what I'm saying. Totally I think, not there I think at she all. She just got killed presumed, off. Presumed dead, you know, because um, whenever uh, the guardians fly into that area, you know, there's bodies floating around, and uh, you know, so maybe she's presumed dead. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, that was a huge, huge deal. That like leading into that, um, when when that happened, and. Uh, What's his name? Uh, what was the what was the the bridge, the ice bridge keeper or whatever his name? Oh, Heimdall. Yeah. Whenever he died, I was like, "Oh, okay, everybody's fucked now." I was just like, <laughs> "Yeah," I was like, "Nobody's gonna be safe," you know. And and it and it proved it, you know. And and of course, he, you know, he saved the Hulk, which I thought was really odd that he saved the Hulk, you know, and didn't like transport out. Thor and Loki at the same time. I mean, I don't. I th- I think that that's the thing. I think the reason they did it that way um, is because um, Hulk landed like right next to um, yeah, right but next anybody, to Heimdall. Anybody landed next to him. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's the thing because Hulk landed right next to him, and Thor and Loki were on the other side of the ship. The and Heimdall couldn't get up and move. I feel like that was the only person he could transport. Okay, so, so maybe he could only save one and send them to Earth to warn the other to Avengers. Warn everybody. Yeah. yeah. Now so, I would like to suggest something more. Uh, I don't conspiracy theorist. Okay. okay. Yeah. Which is uh, according to the comics and mythology, Heimdall is a, a veneer and he has future sight. Okay. So you know when Doctor Strange sees all the possible outcomes. Mm-hmm. Yes, like the thing might have been million. that the thing might might have been that he knew that they needed the Hulk to win the war. So he they lose the, the battle, lose Loki, but 
win the war. So he saved the Hulk because the Hulk is needed. I like that idea to too. Defeat Thanos <laughs> and Hindal is actually setting that whole course of events. Well, technically, he he would have needed Doctor Banner. Well, because, I'm saying he Hulk might. The Hulk for one of them is going to be needed in the future. Yeah, yeah. And he he did it for that reason. That that that's I thought of that while I was watching it. So I was like, does he? I don't know if he actually has... Because you know how he can see everything and no one can sneak off on him? That's why he's the watcher of the gate. Right, he sees right, the, right. the Dark Elf ships attacking and everything. Yeah. He has that same... He's supposed to be able to see in the future. Whether he does or not, we don't know. But I think if he does, that's a good play. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. But yeah, like, it, it, and then when they killed Loki, uh, then, I, then I knew everybody was fucked. <laughs> Because I'm like, uh, you know, now now they they just killed, and I can't remember his name, so I'm just gonna I, they just killed Icebridge dude, and then um, then they killed Loki, and I'm just like, oh shit, fucking Thor's gonna be next. And then when the ship blew up, I was like, oh fuck, Thor's dead. I was like, okay, that's how this movie's going, and um, uh, so I was a little bit I was a little bit glad that whenever uh, the Guardians found him, he was alive in space. He's so I guess he kind of has like a he he kind of has some Princess Leia lineage in him. He can <laughs> space. Well, believe it or not, the Asgardians can survive in space. Yes, yes. So uh, maybe, maybe Leia is Asgardian. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe that. that's what they're oh getting God. at. <laughs> I would have loved to have him have that moment though, where he reaches out and like calls Stormbreaker or Mjolnir, mm-hmm. like, "Oh, let's go," and like flies back into the ship to grab it. Yeah, that would have been. No, the hammer pulled him in, or if he pulled the hammer in, that yes. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Loki's death. Loki's death was actually one that I would not consider PG thirteen. I feel like it was a little intense. You know, watching someone getting their neck slowly snapped is like really was really rough. I feel like yeah. that was a rough scene to watch. And I really, I mean, and and as much as you gotta love hate hate Loki, I mean that's what it really is, dude. It's a love hate relationship with that guy. Um, as as much as he is, you know, there at the end when he made that statement, you know, and he's like, you know, you know, fuck my brother, kill him. I don't give a fuck. You know, and then then he's like, no, you know, and then uh, he's like, I'm going to pledge my allegiance to you, Thanos. And then he still tries to kill him. So he's still like being loyal. Now, I don't know if it's because he was losing the stone or it's love for his brother or whatever. But but that was I was glad that he died that way. I mean, if he was going to die, I was glad that he died that way, you know, um, because it was like at least he died with some honor, you know, and in the eyes of like Asgardians, if as as Asgardians was watching that, they would see that he he was basically trying to do the right thing. So so here's here's my here's my only question with it. So if he's dead and someone uses a stone to bring people back or what have you. Right. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, Nebula, let's say, because. I like the comics, wishes people back or brings people back to life or gets the gauntlet and uses it somehow because of Gamora, right? She wishes back all the people that Thanos killed. Then Loki has to come back because Thanos did, in fact, physically kill him. That's true. So I'm just wondering, like, how they're going to get about that. Because I really do feel like this was Marvel saying we're moving away from this is the first step on ending this phase of the Marvel Universe. That's what we're all expecting, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, we're going to lose a lot of our characters and we're going to move into new reset Marvel world with Black Panther and Spider-Man and Captain Marvel. And Wasp. It's just, yeah. It's just, hey, Loki, the the linchpin, the, the through villains, you know, thread of our 
universe is gone. We'll immediately just start off with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, great. I, yeah. But I just don't know how you can hold to it because I'm like, well, wait a minute. I'm sitting in my head. What brings back everyone else but leaves Loki dead? That's the thing. I'm thinking, what I'm thinking is that in the end, this is kind of jumping a bit, but I think that all the people who died from what I am now calling the poofening, um, (laughs) (laughs) I think all of the people who were poofed are going to come back and anyone else who was killed in any other way is not. I think that so the, think, the, the snap I mean, that killed people that well, was that's going to be reversed. Let's keep on the timeline because because. But cause, I have a question. We want to talk about that for Since sure. Since Rose has asked this, I have a question. So you think Gamora is really dead? Then? Yeah, I think so. I think okay. she's going to have like a, a brief moment when they're if they no, like. No, I'm, dis- I'm okay. I'm okay with it for just the the pure sense of one. She her death played a big role for Thanos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and if it's one of those the villain defeated himself moments, I could see it for the sake of, you know, like knowing that she'll be alive or thinking she'll be alive or whatever. The other, and this is a selfish reason, the other reason why is eventually we have to get the X Men in up in here, and Star Lord and Kitty Pryde fine by me. So yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Even though they don't end up together in the very end, I still would love some Kitty Pryde and Star Lord. Yeah, I was like, it's not, it doesn't matter if they end up together. It's just a good story arc. I mean, yep. So, so, uh, so, but, so, but going back, uh, so they after that scene with uh, so that's a, the blowing up the ship, they send uh, we follow the Hulk who lands in uh, Stephen Strange's uh, house, which also well, might have been a. Hang on, let's back up. Let's back up a second because um, is is that the. I'm trying to remember is so when Thanos gets the stone from Loki, is that the first stone or was that the second stone? The second he ar- stone. He already had a stone. He got so, the power stone. They mention it later on in the movie that he a week prior to the the events that happened. Rest, rest. At Thor's thing is that he destroyed <laughs> he went in and and, and, and <laughs> basically destroyed most of Xandar and took the the power stone. Who wants to see that? Xandar hasn't been in any movies. Yeah. Nah, we don't need to see that. So that was the second stone. So so now Xano or Thanos has the second stone. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So let's go. Let's go from there. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So Hulk lands in uh, Stephen Strange's <laughs> stairwell. Right. So that also might have been a thing that Heimdall. I can see why that that theory might hold some water with Heimdall, because not only did he send him to Earth. But he sent him to Stephen Strange, like which exactly. Have, which holds holds the time stone. Yeah. Yeah. And so can, that's right. And who is going to go on and see all the future outcomes and knows how yeah, many possibilities were? The fourteen million six hundred eighty-four thousand two hundred seventy-four, whatever it was. Yeah. That's right. But look at that. The person that could possibly see in the future hooked him up with the guy that could see in the future. Illuminati confirmed. Yep. Illuminati. <laughs> so they he lands there, warns them. We get to see um, Stephen Strange like goes and gets uh, Tony Stark, who is talking and Wong, to Wong's around. Don't... Yeah, Wong's there too, uh, talking to Pepper Potts about um, the fact that he thinks she might be pregnant because of a dream he had. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably a foreshadowing. So, so quick question because. Um... We're, we're, we, you just mentioned Pepper, 
And um, I, I kind of wondered what her role was going to be in this film. Uh, does does she still have her powers? No, I think I think she lost those powers immediately. Oh, so that was that that was all just temporary. Because yeah, because she just had the the extremist virus. So that's okay. I see. I didn't I, somehow I missed that. I guess because it was at the end of what uh, Iron Man three when when she absorbed all that. Yeah, she. I mean, she had it, but I think it wore out because it's a, a, They have to get those shots or whatever. Okay, okay. Because that's that's what my thought was. I was I was thinking whenever I saw them two together, uh, when when we first saw them two, that she was going to play some kind of role in it. Because I thought maybe she might still have uh, some of the powers. That that's what I was curious about. Yeah. Now she was only there for a minute. A quick hot second. And then they right. they go back to the to Stephen Strange's house. Um, they have their discussion about Thanos, and you know they're telling him he wants to destroy half the universe. He's trying to get the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, then then the aliens show up, <laughs> like immediately. Yeah, and those guys were pretty badass. Yeah, they're pretty tough. We got one guy, uh, Zeus, I think was his name. Was um, it Zeus? I think that's what they called him. Really? Uh, let's see. It, God of Lightning, Zeus. Well, no, but that's no. what they called him. I hope. I hope. I really. I hope he wasn't Zeus. I didn't catch that. Um, but yeah. yeah so they gave him a name. It's a name. Oh no, Obsidian. Okay. Is his name. That, that's not even close to Zeus. I know, but that's what I thought he said. I thought he said, go get him, Zeus, or something. I don't know. Like I said, I wish I'd gotten to see it one more time. Obsidian. I'm just going to give you shit. I don't care. Obsidian and Ma show up, and they're like, we're going to take the time stone. And Tony tries to tell uh, Strange to, like, run, and he's like, nah. Yeah. And Spider-Man shows up, because he's in New York, and he sees... I think this is like the. It's so great because um, the original Avengers people are like, "Where's Spider Man?" Because that would be hilarious because they're in New York City, and right. Spider Man just shows up. So I feel like this was this felt a little bit like that where it was like he was like, "Hey, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Something's happening and, in New York." And it's funny because you know he's he's on the school bus and he sees what's going down and he tells his buddy to cause the distraction so that he can bail out. And then he's like, "We're all on, gonna die." Yeah, we're all gonna die, freaking aliens or whatever. And um, and then later on, uh, he says, "I should have just stayed on the bus." <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, I, I would like speaking of Spider Man and Iron Man. There's something else cool. Just to interject my comic loving self here, I really like the fact that we got to see the bleeding edge armor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. That we had the nano inside Tony regenerating itself when he's punched armor. And like Thanos can punch the armor off of him, but it's just like growing back. And he's like, I was like, oh, that's cool. The other thing is we got Iron Spider, which uh, Peter Parker, Iron Spider, okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but we got the, the we got the legs crawling out the back. We got the yeah. you know the smart suit that's helping him. That was him. really cool. Yeah, I really liked. So I that. thought it was cool, but again, when I say rushed, it would have been nice. Like, how fun was the whole Spider-Man getting to know his suit in Spider-Man section? I would have yeah. liked at least a scene of him being like, "What is going on?" Checking and out like, all the different stuff that his suit, could, his new suit, well, could just do and everything. some hint, even if it was just one scene where he's like, "How many more functions are there?" And she's like, 
one million four hundred eighty-six thousand four hundred twelve. Yeah, like, but that, I, I, I kind of felt if we would have, if we would have <laughs> got that again, if we would have got that again, it would have just been repetitive, in my opinion. Well, not the I, whole scene. I'm saying just one moment, like that that right. particular scene where he's like, "What just happened?" And she's and he's she's like, "New functions." And he's like, "What what new functions?" And then we just see the legs crawl and like he crawls up the ship. That's fine. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> yeah, just something that hints at like. This is way more than just a Spider-Man suit with legs on it. Right. I did like the the bit though where he's like he gets he's he's the the legs first come out and he stops himself from falling out of the spaceship and then he he he's like, "Oh sweet." And then he looks over and he's like, "Wait, what are those?" Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. We're, yeah, let's keep on the timeline cuz we're going to talk about that because yeah. cuz there was some well, funny stuff in that scene uh in that fight as well. So basically, um, the 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 fights going on uh, between the two. We've got Ma, who is a telepath, and uh, we've also got Obsidian, who's just this big beefy guy with the cool, like weird throwy axe thing, pickaxe yeah. thing. This yeah. is a really cool weapon. Yeah. Still no beta ray bill though. Still did what? Still didn't get a beta ray bill. No. I'm sad. We yeah. have Stormbreaker and no beta ray bill. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's in so in that scene uh, right there, you know, I I thought honestly because I thought the way it was going down at first, they were going to instantly grab um, Strange, and yeah. and well, they did technically, but I thought they were going to just like flat out just grab the stone, and it and it was going to be done and done and gone, you know, and um, so the whole fight scene was was pretty epic, and and and. That was one of the things. Like, if, if I could give the fight scenes as a as a uh, scale of one to ten on their own, I would I would have to give them a ten. I mean, I loved a lot of the fight scenes, yeah. which I'll I'll go into more detail, especially on some of my favorite ones. But so so they had this big epic fight scene, you know, with this with this guy that's this badass wizard. I mean, he he is basically like making the appearance of like. You can't throw shit at me that I'm not going to be able to freaking defend against. I mean, they're throwing everything at him. He's just like, like effortlessly, just like, you know, splitting freaking big gigantic pieces of freaking concrete in half that's getting thrown at him. Everything, yeah. you know, and and so it's just like you, this guy's a fucking badass. I mean, like holy shit, you know. And that's when I was like realizing, like right in the beginning of this film, you know, freaking Thanos, freaking just like captures freaking Thor beats the fuck out of Hulk um kills freaking Loki and then now his minions are like taking it to the freaking Iron Man and Doctor Strange and um I'm just like holy shit dude these guys got to fucking fight I mean this is yeah. a fight and um and so then they they do wind up capturing Strange and kind of like teleporting him um, it, it was almost in my head it 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 seemed like Boba Fett carrying the Carbonite Han Solo because he was strapped down on this uh, yeah. thing of concrete and he's kind of teleporting him or not teleporting him but um, through telekinesis or whatever you want to say um, floating that piece you know to towards his ship or whatever it was you know to to carry him off and um, I thought that was that was a great I thought it was a great battle and and. When I saw that battle, I was like, I was like, oh man, if if this is if because I knew we were going to see battles, 
And so yeah. I was like, that was a great battle. And I was like, holy shit, what what is else is about to come? Because I really love that battle. I mean, yeah, and I it was loved... really the big opening fight too. Yeah, and like it was fluid. One. That was the thing is that it was so fluid. I mean, and uh, and like I said, you really got to see what the power of um. I don't remember what his name was, but anyway, Thanos is, you know, I, I kind of felt like he was his number one thug, you know, that guy. Yeah. And, um, you, you saw what his power was and I was like, Oh shit. You know, these guys are legit. I mean, there's, this is, this isn't going to be some punking session where they just think they're badasses, And once 20 freaking Avengers get on them, they're going to get, they're going to get their ass beat. I was instantly, I was like, dude, these guys got some serious powers. You know, five, six, eight freaking Avengers are going to have their hands full with just one of these guys. And, and that's what, that's what played out eventually. So yeah, I thought it was some great fight scenes. I mean, while, yeah. I, while I agree, I still have the, where are the Avengers problem? Well, I kind of felt like it was all instantaneous. I mean, well, I mean, it was, but, but, but point being that later on we see that Vision's late to dinner, so all the in-hiding Avengers have to show up to find out why he didn't show up on time. That Literally, that was it. Like, you're late. You're never late, so let's all show up. Well, it would have been uh, Scarlet Witch being late, though. Well, I mean, but the point, whoever was late, they, they showed up, like, because of that. It There was no... Like incoming danger sign. That's why they showed up. But New York's under attack from aliens from space. That can't be bad. That's not the whole basis for the first movie where we all come together and fight. I think it was probably like, I, I'm. I mean, I guess it, more explanation would have been nice. But um, I feel like because they they both both Vision and um, and Scarlet Witch see the the TV that's showing breaking news: New York is being attacked, and they're like, uh oh, and then immediately they get attacked. And I think that what was happening was the even the off the the captain. It, it was a som- Yeah, it was. Was a like, oh attack. shit! New York's being attacked. Where's Scarlet Witch? We have to go find her. We found her. She's with Vision and being attacked by these people. Yeah. Well, this is the other thing too. It, it was like in you know, in a in a offbeat of trying to be funny. It wasn't like they had a phone tree. You know, it wasn't like oh. Oh hey, this just happened. Oh, I need to call freaking, you know, so and so and so and so and so and so immediately, and they will call their three friends and their three three friends and their no. Three but friends. my point being and that so, we later on see that one they have a Quinjet, so that should have answered that problem. Right. Um, two, when the thing comes in from outer space to Wakanda, they can track it from like way out past the moon. So how the hell do they not know something was landing in New York City to begin? with? Well, well, Wakanda probably yeah, did. Yeah, that's probably there's some truth. <laughs> but also, I think that I think the attacks on uh, on uh, Strange and Vision were both simultaneous. No, no, I get, I get that. I was just, I was just wondering, yeah. like New York's was actually coming first. So I, I mean, like I could see what the reasoning is. I guess of yeah, there's Avengers in New York. They'll take care of it. Let's go take care of this one in whatever random city. Yeah, they they happen to be in. It was just a little bit so, confusing of, like, why they would all, like, Captain America would just show up. And their right. reasoning was they didn't state, oh, we caught something coming in. It was like, we didn't know where you were. Right. Yeah. But then, so then, so then they capture freaking uh, Strange. 
they, he gets him back in the ship and they're flying off and then you know you know spidey shows up uh iron man is on the scene and uh as well was was uh what's his name uh banner was banner on the ship also no at that point okay so he wasn't okay so so that's when we first get introduced to the to the suit that Spidey's going to wear, uh, yeah. because because Iron Man uh, Stark needs to save his life and and get him off the ship because he's losing oxygen, all that kind of stuff. So he brings in this suit and it gets on Spidey, and that's when that gets introduced. But one of the things that I thought was funny as hell on on that was um, it, it, I didn't even catch what even could possibly coming be coming out of uh, Spider-Man's mind at all. When he said, haven't you ever seen the movies Alien or Aliens and uh, or Alien, whatever he said? And I was just like, where the fuck is that going? And, <laughs> well, that's uh, actually jumping ahead. Well, I mean, oh, I that, think I oh, got where he was where going. Where the story? Where does it bounce from here? Because I, I thought of Aliens immediately because the giant donut ship just reminded me of the ship from Prometheus. Well, what happened? What okay? So after they take Strange, where does it bounce? Does it? It does goes it... to uh, to um, one uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision. Oh, okay. So let's go there then. Okay, sorry. So yeah, we kind of we kind of discussed that a bit about the the weirdness between the time and the fact that we wish there was more of an explanation about um, okay the the what uh, is love? What is love? What? And teaching a robot to love and. Um, so I, I really lo- I really do like their their whole love story thing, and that's the thing I do wish um, you know, we Vision had gotten. Did beat, I'm just going to say this, Rose. Vision did beat out Alexa. It's true, he did. He definitely <laughs> beat out Alexa. And I bet Scarlet Witch would agree with that. <laughs> yep, <laughs> definitely. So I, yeah, I really I wish that we had gotten to see a little more of an explanation, like when this started and. Um, how long it's been in between. Um, so, yeah, this is definitely one of the things that I would want more on. Right. Right. And that was a great fight scene, too. I mean, they, they come down, and, like, you see, and, that, and and again, that starts, like, putting in my head what the power of, of these thugs are. You know, Thanos is, you know, henchmen, basically. You know, they, they get in on Vision, and Scarlet Witch and Vision both alone are not going to take take these these two i mean because yeah. it's basically one-on-one at that point you know scenario uh or ratio whatever you want to say and and that's when i was like you know holy shit because vision vision is a badass scarlet witch is is freaking no slough and and they've got their work cut out for them and so if it wasn't for you know uh captain america and scarlet uh or i keep saying scarlet um because her, Wh- her real name yeah. is scarlet yeah <laughs> Um, Black Widow, you know, I mean, they would have gotten the stone right then and there. Oh yeah, and, definitely. Uh, yeah, and and so that's that's for sure. I mean, you know, in the previous battle that we were talking about with Strange, with that guy, and then these guys, I mean, that's just like I was just like, dude, freaking Avengers are going to get their fucking asses kicked. I mean, like <laughs> these guys are legit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so I was just like, I don't, I don't know where this is going because at you know again I couldn't remember back to my comics, but I was like, I was like they have got their freaking work cut out for them. Yep. And that's when in that's when in my head, I was thinking, yeah, we're gonna see sixty Avengers. 
Because I'm like, it's going to take five to six, maybe even ten Avengers to just take down one of these thugs. You know? And if he's got freaking, you know, you know, five or six of them, you know, there's your 60. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's that's where, that's why I was processing all that. Yeah. And then they decide they got to they gotta take the Mind Stone out of a vision. He says that you should just destroy it. Um, but, uh, oh, and they actually, this is the part where they actually go to, uh, they go back to the original Avengers, like, hideout, and, uh, uh, Rhodes is there talking with the, um, the, um, I don't know, the the U.S. military dude. Yeah, the council, whatever. Thunderbolt Ross, right? They tell, he basically tells him to fuck off, and then, uh, lets everybody else in. Yeah, that's a court-martial. So we get to see uh, get to see Bruce back with them. That's where Bruce ends up, and then that's when they have the discussion about ta- destroying the stone and taking it out of uh, out of Vision. And then they decide to go to Wakanda. That's right, because yeah. Captain America knows all about Wakanda somehow. Yeah. Well, because he brought Bucky there. No, but I mean he he brought Bucky there with him. But I'm just like. He knows that they have the technology to do all of this, so obviously he spent more time in Wakanda than just dropping Bucky off. It's really probably. weird. He was probably there for a while and got to see a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and that and, 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 and I gotta I gotta movie. agree I gotta agree with a little bit about like what what Desmond's talking about here. Because it's like all of a sudden just freaking Bucky's in Wakanda slinging freaking hay one handed. You know, well, did and, you did you see the end of did you stay for the after credit scene for Black Panther? Because they no, showed I haven't there. seen I haven't seen Black Panther yet. Oh well, so, that's why. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> no, he's there, but th- it just that just raises another question. It's like it's a good thing that for Marvel for Marvel money for their paychecks of writing uh, to actors and getting box office that Captain America managed to stay just enough long enough to know all about Wakanda, but left just in time. Not to have to be in Black Panther. Yeah, I feel like it's like... I don't think he knows all about it. I think he knows enough to know that they have really good technology. No, I, 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 I get, I get what you're saying, issue. bro. I'm just saying, like, from... from you, It's convenient. And I'm just... It's movie convenient. It's not a dig at this one. In particular, it's just funny, right? That, like, he knows enough for Wakanda to bring Black Panther into this movie... But Black, he didn't know enough for Black Panther to bring him into Black Panther. Bring him into his own movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But, so, so yeah, they go to Wakanda. We okay, we, Wakanda. Okay, so they they say Wakanda. they're they say they're going to go to Wakanda, and then it. I guess they. I think that they do for a split second show up in Wakanda, and then talk about removing the stone from Vision's head, and well, that's there's... where we see. Isn't that where we see Siri embarrass uh, Banner by asking yes. him why he didn't do all these different things to to help with Vision, and he was like, because. We didn't think didn't of it. Think about it. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was great. There was some great banter there between yeah. the two of them. Well, it just shows how smart she is because it's like Tony Stark yeah. and and Bruce Banner worked together on building Vision, and yep. Vision's really smart too. And yet, in one scene, in one exchange, she she, she breaks shows, it down. She shows that she's smarter than all yeah, three. She she breaks it yep. down in one scene. You know, yeah. Oh, that was beautifully done, and that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like. There were a lot of moments in this movie I felt could have benefited from that kind of writing. That's all. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, then then we so, skip 
after, well, if we still want to discuss Wakan, it was really quick. But um, then, because then they they go back to uh, the guardians responding to the distress call. Okay, so so that's when we find out Thor is actually still alive, and yeah. that's when we find because out that like, Drax is a great admirer of Thor. Oh yeah, my goodness! So, it's like a pirate and an angel had a baby. Like, yeah, so like <laughs> he, he face plants like a bug on the windshield of the freaking uh, ship, and then his eye pops open, and they're like, "Whoa!" And then so they bring him in, and then so yeah, you know, he's got. I think he's got a little bit of a little bit of a uh, bromance, homosexual. Oh, oh I don't know. I don't, one, we don't know how. Yeah, how he rolls, how Drax rolls, or how things are on his planet. I don't but know. I would say that his man crush Monday is definitely oh, picked out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and and I love uh, so that whole freaking deal with with Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy. I I love that for the whole comedic thing, especially when Star Lord starts, starts like like imitating him. his voice. Like, <laughs> you, will not, you will not take my ship or whatever it is he says. <laughs> And he's like, he's like, you don't talk like that. He's like, this is my normal voice. He's like, no, it's not. It's not, not your normal voice. I like that he calls him Rabbit. That's all. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Rabbit. And and, and, he, and the beauty of it is that freaking uh, Rocket doesn't correct him. Yeah. Uh, once. He doesn't correct him at all. He's like, well, what's funny is that, like, is it one of those things where Rocket's like, what's a raccoon? He's like, it's what you are. He may not know what a rabbit is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So he's like, is this, it sounds nicer than a raccoon. But I don't know. You can tell, though, through Rocket's reaction that it's not correct. But at the same time, I think they're so impressed with Thor. They're just like, he's just like, you know, whatever, dude. Whatever. (laughs) He's like, yeah. Because as soon as, Thor starts talking to him like he's the captain. He's like, yeah, I'm the captain. He starts eating into that, like, right off the bat. And so I think that's where he's like, I'm not even going to create. If he thinks I'm a fucking rabbit, I'm a fucking rabbit. He thinks I'm the captain. I'm the captain. You know, that's <laughs> that's where I kind of felt he was going. I love the, I also love the, um, how he's like, they're like, oh, Thanos is her, her dad or whatever. He gets up like he's going to be mad. And then she's like. He's like, well, stepdad actually hates him just as much as we do. And he's like, I understand. I once, I just recently learned that my sister was trapped in the underworld and then she tried to kill all of us and I had to kill her instead. <laughs> it's like yeah. family problems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a very good moment. I thought that was well explained as to like everyone's like, wouldn't Thor in that moment? So like, no, I think they, they explained the shit out of, in one good line, like why Thor is totally chill. Yeah. However. <laughs> Not to, not I'm bringing my negative Nancy pants again. Oh no! Uh oh! Why take away Thor's eye just to give him his goddamn eye back? Yeah, I didn't like that either. Actually, <laughs> I thought it was. I, I didn't like that. I, I I liked the eye patch. I thought it looked really cool, and I thought it was like, just you know, kind of a callback to his his father. Right. And I just no, it was, I, it was a I good felt thing. it was really weird to just give him a. a artificial eye. I don't know. Maybe, maybe maybe they wrote that in because because Hemsworth was like, dude, I don't know if I can wear this eye patch all the time. You know, I don't know. I, who knows? No, no, I, 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 I we get that. it for like whatever off-screen reasons I'm sure there are. Right, right. But my point being that like in the storyline, if that was the issue and he wore it for a whole other movie, didn't they tell him like, so this is your character now, right? That, that never... Yeah, that conversation well, he, he didn't really wear it for a whole other movie. 
I mean, he wore it briefly. For like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that, like, didn't they have the discussion of, like, this is your character now? He's like, I don't like that. Let's not take out my eye. Yeah. I don't know. But I did like how Rocket gives him a new eye. And then he starts to explain how he smuggled it out. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. I was going to watch that first because I had to stick it up. And then I don't remember what happened, but it interrupted that whole uh, sentence that he was about to say. So, yeah. Yeah. That was hilarious. So, yeah, Rocket, Groot, and Thor all take the pod. Yes, and, and the, the rest. Also, real, I'm, I'm sorry, Rose. Um, Thor <laughs> fucking speaks Groot. It was an elective. Yeah, it was an elective. Like, what? It's those little moments, and it's just like, what even is happening? You like fucking understands it, but he's like, you speak Groot. I think it's funnier that all of them can understand him now. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because they react to it. It's just, it's the same thing as like uh, Luke and C three PO with R two D two. You know, we have no clue what he's saying, but what they respond to, then we know what he's saying. Yeah. And then, so they're going to go, Thor wants to go create a new weapon to help fight um, Which will take against... way too long. It's going to take way too long um, so that they can uh, defeat uh, Thanos. Because he's like, I can't, even though I was super awesome without the hammer... I still would like a weapon to defeat. Even though I just had a whole movie where me and the whole crew were the strongest creatures in the universe, even an elder god, or elder of the universe, and I lost my hammer, and I still managed to defeat a, a, a manifestation of a primordial force, I don't have a hammer, so I'm sad. Also, I need my... Yeah, but he just... I mean, he, this is the deal. He, he saw Hulk get his ass beat down by Thanos. Like, like, like the Hulk was nothing. I mean, like literally nothing. So yeah, he, he's in, 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 so he's like, I'm going to need more than just electro electro powers. Right. He, he knows he's got to freaking bring his a game. I mean, hands down, he's got to bring, he's got to bring everything within his capabilities that he has. So he goes, they go off to go get the weapon the others go to nowhere to try and stop Thanos from getting the uh, reality weapon, the reality stone. The reality stone, yeah. And that's on the dark world. Nowhere. Yeah. See, so they go there, they get there. Um, looks like there's no one there. It looks completely, like, deserted. It's empty. They get, they get there and then they see, um, which should have been a first hint. Um, and they get there and they see uh, Thanos uh, grilling the collector guy about where the reality stone is. Right. And that's... Um, what's his name, right? Uh, Benicio de Toro? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought there was more to that. So I was like, no. <laughs> well, I was just, I was just a... clarifying who that, who that was because we, we were introduced to him. I don't even remember which... Film it was now. It was so was freaking it the first long Guardians ago. Guardians movie. It would. I think maybe. it was before that introduced. But yeah, yeah, it was so long ago. Credits. It's he was so... in the after credits of something. Oh yeah, yeah, he was in the after credits of something. Yeah, but... he was only the after credits. But yeah, so so yeah, he's he's grilling him, and um, he's already got the drop on the situation. Yeah, he's like, "Where's the stone at?" He's like, "I don't. I sold it." 
Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it was cool. Yeah. I'm not, I didn't really understand that scene. So, yeah. So, basically, we find out they, uh, you know, they, they attack Thanos. Uh, Nebula, it look, not Nebula, it looks like Gamora kills him. And then she starts crying because, you know, you she murdered the person who, uh, who like. She still loves him somehow. She. She's, it's like this yeah. weird, like, uh, what do you call it? A, um, like, Stockholm Syndrome type exactly thing? Exactly, like the capture where, thing. Yeah, 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 she's been captured and tortured this, her entire life, but it's also the only person that's been, like, a weird, twisted no, family member. For me, so, the way to put it, the, for me, the way to put it in perspective is, like, when Conan got, his family got killed and he got captured, and they became this warrior for this guy. You know, and that that's the way I kind of was like envisioning that as well. Is is that she became this badass under Thanos? I don't mean we're her... gonna skip we're gonna skip the Conan thing for right now because I don't want to get into it. But no, no, but 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 she became this badass for Thanos and his favorite. Yeah, but so so basically, it's it's like all of this this pain and everything that he's inflicted upon her. She's finally. Uh, and uh, she thinks she's finally free of it forever, and so she just breaks down a bit, um, and so, and then suddenly he come, you start to hear his voice again. He's like, "Oh, you're sad for me," which I don't think is what she's actually feeling, but you know, whatever. Um, so he he reveals that he's already got the reality stone he put on this whole show. I think just to mess with Gamora or just to see. You know, if he maybe if she, uh, she still loved him, or see if if she would actually kill him or not. Um, it's like a weird, twisted game, kind of that he's he's played with her. Yeah, um, that he's probably done her entire life um, in some way or another. Uh, so now we've hinted at they were hinting at this before that she knows the location of the Soul Stone. Yes, um, and so she makes. Um, she makes uh, Star-Lord promise to kill her if she gets captured by Thanos, which she does. And so uh, there's, like, this whole moment where she's like, you have to kill me, and Thanos is like, ha-ha, do it, you know, whatever, you won't do it. Yeah, Um, (laughs) yeah, he's he's testing him as well. Yeah, and so he finally he pulls the trigger, but of course Thanos uses his his reality stone magic to turn it into n- bubbles, which Fucking is bubbles. Which is like okay, so this is a thing that like a, yeah, Thanos as a character is a very interesting character. I feel like like not only is he slightly relatable because you think that he's trying to do this for a good reason, even if it's totally twisted and it and wrong. Um, like he's got his whole like I'm trying to save the whole universe because overpopulation is a problem. Um, right. But he's also like got this weird sense of humor with his like the way he uses the the reality stone by like he 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 gets uh, Drax chopped up in squares and he turns Mantis into ribbons and then he sends like uh, bats at somebody and then he s- turns other things into bubbles and it's like he's got a he re- uses it really strangely not in a way that you would see like a normal villain use something like that where it would be right. totally like horrifying every time it was used. Instead, it's kind of whimsical, which I thought was yeah. a really interesting choice for the character. Right. Yeah, I, and, I don't and that's what I... I, 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 weird... I, I did like that, that scene, because, like, 
um, Star Lord is struggling. Like he doesn't want to pull the trigger. Right. I mean, because he doesn't and, want to kill her. Yeah, he doesn't want to kill her. He does. He doesn't want to kill her. He loves but, her. But then he comes to the conclusion that no matter what, either she's dead or they're all dead if he doesn't pull the trigger. So either yeah. way, either way, it, that, that the reality that he knows and that he loves with her is no no longer. And so he decides to pull the trigger. And then so when I saw the bubbles come out, I was like, what the fuck? And, and then and then it's almost like daddy approval. He was like, I like you. And then, <laughs> and then he disappears. Freaking takes you know, it's it's like you're you're my you're my daughter's boyfriend. You know, I'm putting you to the test to see if you really got the muster to do what it takes, you know. And then when he goes to pull the trigger, he and and of course he's not gonna allow him to kill Gamora, but then he's just like he expresses his approval, like I like you, you know. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's very weird. I don't know. I find Thanos as a character weird in a good way. Yeah. Weird in a good way. I I can feel that. Yeah, cuz I mean like I said, he has this whole reasoning and wants and dreams and ambition and you know, he's very focused. He's very brutal, but he's not like you said. There's lots of opportunities here where you're like, why didn't Thanos just kill people? And he kind of sticks this thing of like I'm not killing more than I have to. I'm killing for exactly. Purpose. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. let once once he gets that gauntlet. He's not, yeah, he's, he's gonna not running. He's gonna let the gauntlet and the Infinity Stones make that decision. Right. Once, well, I mean, but once the he point goes is, to wipe like, out. Whenever he has to kill anyone, we see he kills Loki. But Loki right. also tries to kill him and plays a trick on him. It just generally. And that was necessary. That, road. that was necessary. And so he's like, you know what? You 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 burned this one. But then I don't think there's another death from him where there's not some motive to it. Like Loki's probably the first, but he's also probably the only one in this film I'd say where he kills him and doesn't. But we see with Banner, we see with uh, Thor, we see with uh, Star Lord, Drax. Like all the, he doesn't kill them. In fact, in Drax and Man's case, like you point out, he turns them into like abstract paintings yeah. and then returns yeah, exactly. them to normal when he leaves. Well, that's why that's why whenever we start talking about like villains and heroes and movies and everything like that, everything is really a matter of perspective. And that's the way it is with Thanos. You know, he's got this motive of like he's really trying to because of what happened on his planet, he tried to stand up for it and prevent his race from being wiped out or his species you know and so now he knows like we have to do this to save the universe and so that's where like you know the difference between the villain and the hero is it's really all a matter of perspective and so he's not killing these people unnecessarily like you just pointed out he's he's basically saying i am going to do whatever it takes to get the the stones and i don't really have to kill these guys so i'm not going to do it because he's not a he's a, he, the way they're portraying him is he's not a freaking serial killer. He's not psych, a psychopath. You know, he's got a purpose and that's to save all of everything that's in the universe from from imploding on itself. And uh and so it like I said it's all a matter of perspective. I mean, is Thanos yeah. the hero or the villain? I mean, all matter of perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah, so 
basically what happens next is he takes Gamora with him back to his ship. Um, and he knows that she knows the location of the soul stone. Um, but he has to try and get it out of her. So he uses Nebula, who tried to sneak onto the ship and kill Thanos, obviously failed. Um, uh, as a, he's torturing her to get her sister to give her the location. Right. And she succeeds. Gamora, Gamora gives up, like all good people do, give up the information for the, to save, to save someone's life. It's all, that's the good guy weakness there. Um. So and, and and she's even more closer to her sister than before because because yeah. because in Guardians of the Galaxy two, you know when they came together and they came to a head, you know it was full steam going to kill each other type thing and then so so it that if you didn't see Guardians of the Galaxy two, you might think, well, why is she giving a shit about her, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But but if you did, then it's it's obvious. Yeah, she feels more than ever, I feel like, that she has to do what she can to help and save Nebula after yeah. she kind of realized that it, it was, um, she didn't do anything to help her when they were younger, and so that's the way, she, why she is partially the way she is now. Obviously, you can't give all the blame to Gamora, it's definitely Thanos' fault, but um, right. she still feels uh, responsible, so I feel like that was the perfect person to, uh try and torture to get information out of Gamora because she was at this point where she was trying her best to, to save her. Right. I, so, I just thought it was weird that like they kept her in the storyline, but put her in a weird position. So it's so whatever. I mean, just from the original uh, translation, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who dies next? Who well, dies next? It, it, well, it jumped, we all know who it, dies next. It jumps. It, doesn't it jump to the Soul Stone? Yeah. So we we she tells him where it is. Um, then, <clears throat> actually, yeah. I think at that point, so it doesn't say it on here, but I'm pretty sure from what I remember, right after um, she mentions the name of the planet, they jump to back to Thor. Yes, and them is. doing the 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 star stuff. It doesn't say that here on this this. Uh, oh well, this yeah, it jumps back, thing, and we but... meet we meet Peter Dinklage. We meet Peter <laughs> yes! Dinklage. I was like, the okay, this is great. Largest dwarf in the freaking universe. <laughs> He's a dwarf, and they even <laughs> refer to him as a dwarf. But like, that's it's, I, it's, I like again, the idea. That... Again, I say it's all a matter of perspective because he's <laughs> way fucking bigger than anyone else. I you like know? the idea that this the species of space dwarf is actually like just really big. They're yes. big dwarves because, like, yeah. you think of like the dwarves in like uh, like Lord of the Rings. You know, yes. yeah, they're they're a little short, but they're also stocky. You know, they're tough. So right. I like the idea of like that, but like huge. And those are the dwarves who who do all the um, forging and everything. Um, right. See, so they go back there. Forging. They re- like... I, I I have a bone to pick with forging here. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're they casting. The forge. These dwarves cast. They do not. Forge. Yeah. Yes, I get. I I totally agree. Yeah, I I, I agree too. Definitely, they, they use a forge okay. to cast. Yeah, no. Uh, smelt. They have a smelter. Yes, where they yes. smelt. They, 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 but... yeah, they didn't forge anything. 
<laughs> he was freaking casting. So let's go deeper into this. Well, so, okay. So the difference between forging and casting is when. <laughs> Sorry, I, I know that's not what you that. mean. <laughs> you you can Google that. So yeah. so when when they go in and they're forging everything, so there's you know, and and Desmond already commented how like this this part of the story was like way too long, and he's he's right. Right, I would probably say, yeah, I'm, yeah, more than likely, it, it did it did go on way too long, um, but so when everything plays out, I'm not going to go to the whole details of it all, but it, everything plays out. This was what was confusing. So, like Peter Dinkley, um, whatever his character is Dinkley? called, <laughs> Dinkley, Dinkley, Dinklage, Dinkley, whatever. Anyway, anyway you know, I hey, don't judge me. Anyway, so he's got his hands cut off. So he's got he's got like fake like fist basically. So because Thanos cut cut his hands off. Yeah. Because he didn't want him forging slash cast. I have a question for you. Anything. If he cut his hands off, then who forged the hands that he's wearing? Because he killed all the rest of them. <laughs> I know. I I don't know. They maybe. had him already. They were left over from yeah, something else. He hands. just threw them on. He was wearing rejected Ross dress for last hand. It was like the students who make stuff, you know, right. and they don't use no. it, but they keep it to like, the show the students. Hey, they were going to melt those down for something else. All right, I got yeah. it. <laughs> got a casting back from like 15 years ago where we cast these fists for this guy, you know. Um, oh, yeah, you Don't ask right. questions I, why he wanted them. But... I can make myself some new hands because they're cast. Um, but the fire went out. So how the, again? It's just confusing. So we must have had them hanging around. That's the only answer. I'm just going to get hung up on where this guy's hands come from. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to jump jump forward into this because this was my biggest problem with this scene. So he has this chunk of whatever it is. I I, I say metal, but it's probably not just metal. Anyway, they're going to be right. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's a special space metal. Never mind. Go ahead. Space metal. They're going to make it. It was called Stormbreaker, right? They're going to make yeah. Stormbreaker out of it. And so they they got the whole ordeal happens. They're going to make Stormbreaker out of this, which is now going to be Thor's new hammer, which is like half axe, half hammer, whatever. Anyway. Half Groot? Yes. No. <laughs> no. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. And so. They they do all this, so the whole thing happens, and and you know Thor's kind of like I'm gonna hold the the freaking deal open so that I can you know create more of the of the casting you know whatever it was I don't fucking remember anyway he was like gonna sacrifice himself you might die whatever anyway blah 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 so the hammer slash axe thing cast and you've got Peter Dinklage as this forger that's so experienced, so knowledgeable, so whatever of making all these weapons, and all of a sudden the thing drops, and he's like, "Oh fuck, where's the handle?" It's like, <laughs> what, what the fuck? Is this your first fucking rodeo? What do you mean, where's the fucking handle? And and he goes running off to find the fucking handle, and that's when Groot's like, "You know what? Fuck it." And and also, I'd like to point out with a, I know it's forged or whatever, was not tempered to harden and any form was not quenched. <laughs> that, that that thing is going to break the first time it hit 
right? It's space metal. It's fine. It doesn't need it. all that stuff. Uh, it didn't <laughs> matter. Um, so, so then Groot's like, you know what? Fuck it. You know, I'm a, does his thing. Boom. And so that becomes the handle. You know, Groot cuts his own fucking arm off, you know, to create the handle. But I was just like, when that happened, I was like, you know, what do you mean where's the fucking handle? I was like, how many of these have you ever made? I mean, you got this whole gigantic, like, planet-sized freaking forging system set up, and you don't know that you need to be having a handle when you're making something? That I just thought that was a... I don't know. I'm. It's trivial. I know it's trivial. But I just thought that was weak. It was like, where's the handle? And he goes running off. I just thought that was a weak-ass way of, of making a group uh, sacrifice his arm as the handle. I thought they could have done it a little bit better. I mean, like, you could put a little bit better of a story in there if you're going to waste all this time in the forging of Stormcaller or Stormbreaker. Um, uh, you, you could have had something else happen that compromised the handle situation that made Groot sacrifice his arm for it. Instead yeah. of Peter Dinklage. All, all the, I'm going to say is it seemed like they really wanted to get Peter Dinklage into this uniform. And they wanted to make him a giant dwarf. And so they did it. And this whole scene was built around that. Because the idea that Thor needs Stormbreaker, so let's go make Stormbreaker. Right. right. Why, why, I'm, here's the thing. I actually like Beta Ray Bill a lot. So it pisses me off that they've gone out of their way on at least three occasions I can count to like reference him, but also be like, but fuck you. Right, you're not gonna be, you're not gonna be in the actual car or in the actual movie. And see, yeah. I don't even know who that is. So, oh, <laughs> Beta Ray Bill is second in strength only to Thor. Oh, he's actually the only character I know of. Uh, this is a weird piece of trivia. He knocked Thor off of his own comic cover, and they got what? into a fight because he was like a um, a policeman, I believe, of some sort. Uh, where he becomes one. Uh, how? He anyway, they get in a fight, right? Uh-huh. And he's passing through and he Thor and him get into a fight. And when they do, yeah, they their battle rages and he ends up like besting him. And so Odin's like, Hey, it's cool. You can't be Thor though. I know you took his hammer, uh, and everything. How about I give you Stormbreaker and you can be Thor like light? Uh, he gets his own deal, and he pretty much has the powers of Thor, but goes off and somewhere else. So I'm googling Beta Ray Bill because I don't actually remember. It his sounds origin. really interesting. I, I just don't remember didn't know his origin, about but him. apparently it says in the 80s uh, there was a ship passing through the solar system, so Nick Fury sends Thor to investigate. Beta Ray Bill was in suspended animation. They end up fighting to a standstill. Hmm. Yeah, and that's cool. That that he's knocked unconscious by Bill, who uh, is able to lift Thor. Uh, is able to lift. He goes back to Donald Blake because this was back when Thor, when he didn't have the hammer, was the Doctor. Oh. And so apparently he lifted it, the cane, not knowing that it was the hammer, and he knocked on it and became Thor. And then uh, yeah, they 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 have a fight again. Odin thinks he's Thor because he has the hammer. And anyway, they end up having a battle to the death and they knock each other out. 
So it proves that Thor and him are equally matched. No one's like, well, worthy. So here you go. You can become nice. a, you can become Thor Jr. with this Stormbreaker hammer. <laughs> and I was like, I hate the fact that Beta Ray Bill. I feel like there was a good way to do it. Like Bill responds to that uh, distress signal from the Asgardian. Uh-huh. And you're like, who's this guy that looks like Thor or whatever? And he's just looking around and like we just see Thanos like beat him to death and like throw his hammer like way, way off. <laughs> like no, I'm serious. Like he could wield the hammer, but he has a gauntlet, so fuck the hammer. And right. He throws it off, and it's them going chasing after this hammer that Thanos threw really far. I'm just saying, the, the, I don't like this scene with the in the forge. It seems yeah. Strange. It seems right. It is a little slow. I liked it because of Peter Dinklage, but at oh, the yeah, same totally. time, That's it is super slow. It does seem um, like it's just Peter Dinklage, but like after they introduce him, like we've got to get it running again, and. Uh, right. Yeah. All of that's way drawn out and long and boring because like, I feel, oh, yeah, I feel like it was a scene right. that was made just to get him in the film instead of something that was like really bound to the story. Yeah. I can see that. And then once he gets the hammer, as we'll talk about, once he gets the hammer, it's just ridiculousness. It's awesome. Dude, that was my fa- Okay, so no, that's I'm going to refrain scene. Now, You were commenting. talking about that first fight scene. I was like, that first oh. fight scene, I'm sorry, I didn't shit on it, but it. here's all I'll say. It looks like it was out of a DC movie. So, Well, let's let's go to the next. So, so, so they forge slash cast slash mold. Slash whatever. Wh- they make it. Whatever. Stormbreaker. And so, what what's next after that? After you get Stormbreaker, I, I believe that it goes back to uh, Thanos and Gamora uh, and going the to Red Skulling, and then yes! the Red Skull. Oh, so so Red Skull! Holy shit! You you brought up freaking uh, Hydra earlier, and that's why I was like, oh yeah, we'll get to that later. So I don't I don't ever I I've got to go back and watch freaking Civil War or I'm um, not Civil War uh, Captain America. And and see what happened to freaking Red Skull because I don't recall him. I I, I guess I missed the part or don't remember the part about the Infinity Stone being in there. He the, had the Tesseract. So oh okay, so he did. That's right. That's what that was. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I think Thanos does he get like blasted by it or yep. something? Hmm. I forget exactly what happens if he get like if he gets like blasted by it or I forget how he he gets dies. like sucked into it. Right, so that's what happens. They get sucked into it, and then they put him at the head of the, the soul stone. Um, so he, well, I think it, it's because the soul stone exists in the ether. Remember? Yeah. So I think that ether is the primordial, like nether region, and that's where he got transported alone. Yeah. And he's just been like surviving there and watching. I'm assuming that other people have attempted. Is how he knows what's needed for this soul stone. Because yeah. otherwise, it's just weird that he knows all about these stones. Yep. Again, and they, something we would have loved to have seen at some point. Yeah, I love because right. we 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 start you start hearing the voice, but you don't see the um, his face at first. And did uh, you guys realize whose voice it was? Because I feel like Hugo Weaving's voice is just. What, so, now, was he the one that voiced the? Was he the original freaking uh, Red Skull? Yes. So originally, yes, Hugo, Hugo Weaving was the was the original Red okay. Skull. So um, no, I didn't recognize that. And and the other thing that I was like commenting on after the film, I was talking to my brother and all about, is um, 
I felt, and and I might be wrong in this, so you guys correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I felt like in uh, Captain America that Red Skull had more of an actual mask versus this seemed more CGI that he had. I mean... Well, yeah, I think this was more CGI because he was also floaty. Maybe. So he wasn't and, that, like... and that's why at first I didn't recognize him at all. Yeah. It, so... Until... Until I got up close to him, and I was like, holy fuck, that's fucking Red Skull. Yeah, so what the the deal is... uh, So, here's the thing. Whenever we were in the movie theater, Trent was like, this sounds a lot like... And then we saw the Red Skull voice, and he's like, it is Red Skull. I thought it sounded like Hugo Weaving. It's not actually Hugo Weaving's voice. Um, It's somebody else who does uh, voice acting for the Red Skull before, who does a really good Hugo Weaving impression. That works for me, then. It's, yeah, I thought it, it was him. Apparently, for some reason... Yeah, and Trent thought it was him, too. For some reason, Hugo Weaving refuses oh. to have anything to do with the Marvel movies. Well, see, I guess I'm wrong then, because I thought it was Hugo Weaving, and I was going to say... My assumption was it was CGI, because he said, I'm, I'll do it, but I'm not going to wear that fucking makeup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why he doesn't want to do it anymore, but at the same time... I heard he uh, just yeah. generally was like, this is not what I wanted to do. Yeah, this is not for me. This is not my thing. Which sucks, um, because I think he's such a good villain. Yeah, he is. Right. So it was really surprising to see him again, but uh, it was kind of cool. It was yeah, like a little, little treat. A little you know treat. what I like the best? Here's what I like the best. The Red Skull survives. Yeah. He's still out there. Like, he's still alive, know, kind of. We did not see him die. And this goes back to the thing I was trying to say with Valkyrie. We assume they're dead. They're not dead on screen, which means it's Marvels could pick them back up at some point. If you don't see it, they didn't really die. Hell, Hydra! So, so I'm just saying that I would love to see the Red Skull come back. And do something else? Just Red Skull it up. He was a good villain in Captain Red America. Red Skull it up. Red <laughs> Skull it up. Him? Could you see him in the 21st century with access to everything? Oh, 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 oh my yeah. god. <laughs> like, and now that they have the 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 stuff, look if they could get him and like Doctor Doom together, and form like the Illuminati or whatever, with the creator and stuff, I, I would be I'm down. King the Conqueror, like <laughs> that that's a movie. Sign me up. Yep. So that's just, that's the that's the big leads up to the big the big sacrifice for Thanos. Yes, yeah, we must do make get a blood sacrifice. Yeah, and we do get some flashbacks before that we didn't touch on, where uh, we beat where Thanos first meets Gamora and decides to take her in, um, and uh, you kind of get to see baby Gamora, right? And um, get the sense that he is like trying to be a father figure despite the fact that he's a terrible person. Well, and that's um, where I got the whole Conan <laughs> reference from is because. Like, he grabs her as a little girl, and then he, like, kills her entire, like, village or whatever. Like Or half of the village. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Was it half? I, don't, yes, I thought it was the whole, whole village. Yeah, it's always half. Okay. But, yeah, so we get to see some of that before. And now um, Red Skull explains to... Uh, to Thanos that the only way to get the soul stone is by killing somebody you love and their soul will become a soul stone. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's basically 
And Gamora's like, ha, joke's on you. You don't have anyone you love. And then he throws her in and he gets a soul stone. Right. And she even tries to, doesn't she even try to kill him again at that point? Uh, she struggles against him. She's like, this is bullshit. You don't love me. And then, uh, gets thrown off of the, the cliff, which is like really sad. It's a, I feel like it's a really sad moment. Um, not just because Thanos is sad, because who cares if Thanos is sad? He's a bad guy. But like, also because like her whole life, there's been this person who has basically been her tormentor and ruined her life. And then has the gall to say that he loves her and then throws her off of a cliff. Um, it's just, it's like so unfair for Gamora, I feel like. Right. Well, and this this really highlighted something for me, not to, again, just, just a question, not a negative. So uh, Quill being a god, that's done? We're done with that? Yeah, he killed he killed his dad, which was his planet, which was the source of his power. So they did explain that that meant he wouldn't have any more. Uh... Yeah, but I felt like at the time in the Guardians universe, it was a theory. You know what I meant? It like, was he a was theory be that like maybe he degree. still has something. Yeah, but... I thought. I mean, I thought when we watched Guardians, I'm just asking. I thought that he would have like enhanced strength and speed. You know, like. General superhero powers, not right. man level powers, like or god powers that we saw him have. Because yeah, I, I think believe... we were hoping for that, and I would still like to see some of that. But from this movie, it looks no, like it might no. be a no. I mean, if he didn't, if he couldn't feel Gamora die and like rage bomb, I don't think. Yeah, I think that that's unfortunately not going to be a thing. No, I know, but there, there's some really... Um, I, I have a, just a general... Marvel always pisses me off. Superhero movies piss me off in general, so I just accept it with the power level thing going up and down. Because, like, oh, Captain yeah. America apparently has been in the gym. Because <laughs> Thanos' guy showed up in that first fight with him, at, you know, on the Scarlet Witch scene, and all of a sudden he can go hand-to-hand with them and, like, fight them back and so can Black Widow, and I was like, all right. I mean, sure, we just saw these guys throw vision through four buildings, but sure, Captain America can go blow for blow with them. Why not? Right. Well, Captain America right. does have, like, powers. He's supposed to be a human in peak. He's constantly in peak human condition, which means he's as strong as any human ever. I thought the serum or whatever gave him, like, super strength. It is. Beyond what just, a normal human could be. He's, yeah. He just he's, has maximum human potential, I believe. He's not... He is not freaking Superman. Yeah, I mean, right. He's, he's not like as strong and, as Superman. And, and when but... he stopped, no, the the when he stopped, what was it? It was like a was it the axe blow or something? He like stopped something. I remember what it was. But when when he does that, that's like way beyond human capabilities. I mean, even like ten times beyond human capabilities. I'm I'm just googling. You're to check in on his his what his I, want, I just is wanted to, to see. So yeah, let's let's be as accurate as possible. Well, no, I mean because I don't know what the movies are going off of. Oh yeah, like what what level of every whatever everybody's supposed to be at. 
That's something that I know superhuman super, superhero movies do that a lot. It, DC does a lot too, and it's just like one of those things where it's like, can we? Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. On what the power level is, please. It's right. like uh, on like, here. It what's says, the gauge? That he he can run at twice the speed, nearly twice the maximum speed achieved by uh, best human sprinters in real life, and he can bench press 1,200 pounds. So I mean, like it's all fairly impressive stuff, but it's just kind of so twelve, twelve. Okay, so bench pressing twelve hundred pounds is safe to say that he's roughly three times as strong as a normal human. Well, he, he's supposed to be like the strongest, fastest, quickest, whatever. Well, I won't say a normal human. Ever... The the bet. The, uh, uh, let me retract that. It's not normal human because normal humans can't bench press four hundred pounds. No, they cannot. Uh, the most the mo- the more the more <laughs> I impressive, know I can't. Yeah, the more impressive athletes, he's three times stronger than, than yes. those guys. And so, when he's going in on to your point on some of these fights, dude, that's that's not three times best. I mean, no, uh, I, I mean, you, you talk about the level of what these guys are coming down with the strength of what they're throwing all these other people around with. It's it's not three times the strength. It's that's 10, 15, 20 times the strength at least. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, I mean, I know that uh, Kaz, Bill Kazmaier, bench pressed like almost 700 pounds. And he he's a real popular world's strongest man host, competitor, winner. But, Everything. But, He's a popular strongman. What is he in percentage of what of even the best athletes can bench? Oh, He's the best way, athletes? Way I, I don't even know. Uh, the world record's probably close to what, seven, eight hundred pounds? I don't know. Yeah, but that's like a very small percentage. No, I no, mean, no. Well, I know. I mean, there's there there's a guy. Um, when you talk about a typical athlete, a typical no, athlete no. is badass, and they can bench 400. Yeah. That's impressive. I mean, I know guys they bench press a lot, but yeah, like I think the world record is less than twelve hundred pounds. It's definitely it's under eleven hundred pounds, probably. Yeah, I haven't looked at well, it. I know it's over a thousand pounds. There's a guy out there that can bench press over a thousand pounds. Okay, so let's just say that fucking. But anyway, we're really off. Captain yeah, we're can, really off. We're let's really just say off that Captain tech. America can bench press three thousand pounds. I still don't know that that's enough. Off the force that's coming off these guys, to for him just to like like stop something instantly, and like but be like, really? death is really sad because we were just seeing, <laughs> we were just seeing her really show Peter that she loved him in the first time in three movies. Yeah, that was really sad. We got to, so she's she's out, and I honestly think this is one of the deaths that's probably going to stay. A death, which would be even sadder. I know that, um, according to at least the uh, the power, the 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 soul gym. When I like looked it up, see what it does, because um, I was like, "What the heck does the soul gym do?" Uh, actually, what it does is it uh, it can manipulate the souls of the living and the dead, yeah. and also it houses souls. So Gamora's soul is inside of that soul stone. Uh, yes, oh. and. and- I don't know how much comics we're going on, so and we're really long already, so I'll skip this. But yes, uh. <laughs> so uh, so yeah. Next in the the lineup, anyway, since we should probably move along, um, we get a quick scene of Nebula escaping. 
Um, and then it goes right into uh, back to Stark and Strange and Spider Man. And and that oh so this is Titan, right? Well, they're they're about to be a Titan. There's they still the I don't know if they they've okay, done so it at the, this so, point. So but... they do the whole like the whole alien thing, and they suck the bad dude out because they blow Into a hole space. on the side and they suck him out and he dies. That was brilliant. I love that part. Um, but um, the whole Titan thing, when they get the Titan and everything like starts coming to together and Thanos shows up, I thought that was a fantastic freaking fight scene between Doctor Strange and Thanos. Well, and don't forget, before that all happens, we get Tony, Spider-Man, and Strange to meet the rest of the Guardians. Oh, yeah. So they actually get to meet them, and they start off in a fight, Yeah, they start out like, you know, they're all trying to capture each other, because they're like, you're working for Thanos, no, you're working for Thanos, you know, who are you, who are you, all that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, they, they come together with a plan, uh... Doctor Strange, which looks according into to Star Lord was his plan. Yes, it was. <laughs> when you look into Star Lord, uh, not Star Lord, uh, Doctor Strange looks into the many, many futures to try and see uh, if they have a chance of defeating Thanos and what they have to do to defeat Thanos. And he finds one solution out of the many millions that oh, will it, allow them it's to like win. Fourteen plus million. Yeah. I mean, it was an incredible amount. There was only one solution out of 14 plus million. And apparently that solution is giving away the, the time stone. Um, <laughs> but... I think the solution, if it's comics-based, is going to be that Thanos has to get the gauntlet because then Thanos gives up the gauntlet. Well, this, oh. is, this is the thing that I didn't understand. Okay, so, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump back and forth for a second. So, in that battle, I talked about uh, Strange and Thanos. It, it, that was a, I, I, I really thought that was an epic battle. I mean, it was a great mm-hmm. battle. They were back and forth. You know, um, it was like... The oh, butterflies shit. were cool. Oh, yeah, everything. It was like back <laughs> and forth. You know, they were just like, you know, one was not gaining an advantage over the other. You know, um, Strange throws out the multiple freaking, like, uh, you know, Strange uh, projections and all that. And I thought, you know, that was really, really cool. And, of course, Thanos gets the upper hand on the end of it. But I I just didn't understand because, like, later on, you know, we see Thanos actually use the Time Stone for what it was meant to be used for. And when they get Thanos in the, the I guess, the class that they have him in, they're trying like to the pull... Pull the gauntlet off of his freaking hand. And it everything plays out, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And it doesn't work. Why does Strange not use that time stone to back up time? Because I think the answer is... Because he knows. They have to give it to him, but he knows Thanos. If they just give it to him, Thanos is not going to just take it like that. Yeah. He's going to be suspicious. He's going to think that something's wrong. He's going to probably kill all of them just in case. Um, yeah, I think that that's the thing. They had to make it look like they were actually trying to stop him. And then in the end, when they are fully defeated, finally just give up the stone. 
And oh. I think that, yeah. Man. I... That's tough to swallow because, like, we know, like, jumping to the end, and I don't mean to, but, like, half of the universe dies. Right, but that's For not now. the end of the story. Don't forget. Well, I know. Well, assumingly. Well, no, I'm saying that's not the end of the story because obviously Doctor Strange knows there's one. Okay, so, so okay. So we're relying on, on Strange's one detail that hopefully everybody... That... Well, the, the point being that if we don't rely on that one, then there is nothing. Yeah. Well, this... Th- Okay, so I'm 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 on board with that. Okay, I, I am, but but that the only people that were privy to the one was the group that was on Titan, and even at that, he didn't explain details like everything that has to play out. And well, so, he so might do, have. We just I don't didn't know. see any of it. But do we screen. assume that everybody else in the whole world? You know that's happening in Wakanda and everything like that. Um, does exactly how he perceived that one scenario out of like fourteen well, million. No, plus? but the thing is this: it's if if he knows what he knows, right? And right. it's that Thanos has to get all the stones. Yes. Then he makes him work for the stole stone, and then they don't go back to fight for the other stones. Because it's not like he could just open a portal and they could just leave. Right? Like Thanos, I mean, Strange has that ability at any point. Yes. Yeah. And, and that was the other thing I was confused about. Why, why not? Because he saw the future. Well, okay. I mean, that's <laughs> literally the in-answer movie is like, they, he's like, we have to fight him. We have to, he starts calling the shots because they, they start trusting him because he saw the one outcome. That's why they yep. went to Titan. So, so everything that happened is in line with what Strange saw. We I don't assume. know if it's much, in yeah. line or no, not. We, but... we have to assume that. Well, yeah. and we could also say we could also say that like maybe they had to fight him um, to give the people on Wakanda more time between uh, whatever they were doing at the time and when. Uh, Thanos showed up. Maybe there was something that had to have happened um, there on the planet before Thanos showed up um, that was necessary for them to distract him for a while. Maybe that's why they had to fight him. I mean, I have no idea what that would have been because, I mean, like, they they were trying to pull and separate the um, Mind Stone from, or, yeah, Mind Stone from Vision, and uh, that that didn't happen. And so that would be the only delay that I could see is if they had successfully separated the Mind Stone from Vision and were able to destroy the Mind Stone on their own. Uh, Well, I think that that's supposed to be happening at the same time because Thanos shows up and we assume that that's right after he had finished getting the Time time Stone. stone. Yeah. Because he shows up with the Time Stone. So I just assumed that that was concurrent. Like, yeah. like you guys were telling me about the battle where they show up. I assumed that since Stark and Strange and them, Spider-Man can't communicate with them, that that was just what was happening on Earth while what was happening in space was the Guardians, Thor, and uh, Strange and Spider-Man. So is that, is that the next 
is that the next part? The big battle yeah. in Wakanda. The big battle in Wakanda. Yeah. We get to see him reunite with uh we get to see Cap and Bucky Barnes reunite. Um yeah. they uh task Shuri with extracting the mind stone. Yep. Um uh then they the Thanos' army show up almost immediately. Um they have a huge battle, which I thought was pretty cool. Um I yeah. I really liked it. Uh well, the, ba- the battle and the strategy, that's the thing, is that that the strategy itself, um, I thought, made sense. Because um, the, I don't know what they were, but it was basically the aliens that they were, that they were pulling in to penetrate through the shield. Uh, a lot of them were dying as they were coming through the shield, but a couple of them, you know, a few of them would live. They would actually get through the shield. And yeah. so they were attacking on a frontal assault at that point. And then th- once they realize that, they're like, okay, like like one out of 20 of us can get through the shield without dying. So then they start like spreading around the perimeter. And that's when they decide like or realize uh, that if these guys can get around us, we have no protection because they have us in a full 360. They're 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 going to be able to come in from all sides. Well, I think it wasn't so, about them. It was that they would get to the city. That, no, that's it. That's exactly it because they don't have any defense. They 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 encompass them in a 360, and they don't have that defense, especially yeah, especially to protect Vision uh, from them being able to to kind of extract the Mind Stone out of Vision. And that's when they decide they're going to open up the the shield and like create basically like a funnel and have them just come in. So that way they keep them lineal at that point. And and that's I mean I don't I disagree with that strategy at all because like any any time like I'm doing anything like on video games or anything like you talk about military strategies anything like that if you can keep your your enemy lineal. And in front of you the whole entire time, no flanking anything, then you got the best chance of success, of success with a good defense. And so I I really agreed with that strategy when it when they did that. I mean, it was yeah. cool or whatever. I thought the fight was a little lackluster because of the the of the what they were fighting. Yeah, and then but it was it was like the coolest thing ever when. Freaking Thor shows up, oh, and yeah. then yeah. Uh, and then Bruce Banner's like, "You guys are screwed now." <laughs> I mean, and I just I love that he's like in the Hulkbuster uniform. Oh, which speaking of which, we haven't uh, we haven't touched on this. Bruce cannot transform into the Hulk. Okay, so yeah. let's talk about that. I mean, my every time he tries to pull the Hulk out, the Hulk's telling you, "No, no." No. So do we think, I mean, I feel, is the Hulk scared? Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because of the beatdown he took from Thanos? Yep. I think that's exactly it. He was a big, beefy Hulk, and he got his shit kicked in. And Hulk is now a little bit, um, not necessarily scared, but ashamed, maybe, more than anything else. I think he's scared. I think he realizes. I think it's both. I think it's. He's just not the Hulk is depressed. All right, guys, he got beat down. Hulk yeah. Is depressed. So I think that's exactly why he won't come out. 
Yeah. But yeah, so Hulk won't come out, so Bruce Banner has to get in the Hulkbuster uniform, which he doesn't really know how to pilot very well. It does okay <laughs> it's job. It's pretty great. It. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he does good. But that was, that was one of my favorite freaking fight scenes, is that when freaking Thor landed. Yeah. The freaking Stormbreaker. Um, and uh, just started, I mean, just like ripping. Ripping through these freaking waves of enemies. I mean, it was like, hands down... I don't, I don't know if this is the way it's portrayed in the comic or not, but it was like, hands down, Thor is the freaking toughest freaking Avenger at that point. Is, is, yeah. is the way they portrayed it. On he the is screen. a god. Yes. <laughs> the way they portrayed it on the screen is with that freaking Stormbreaker and his abilities to be able to wield that is that he is, he is just freaking brutal and just like taken on waves of, and you know, everybody's taken yeah. on. Two or three people at a time. I, I just, I mean, my, my thing, my, my only thing with it is like, it's truly kind of cool, I guess, if you don't take into consideration that the, like, he comes in and saves the day, but he definitely, like, he's still got to fight Thanos, who the movie started out with him getting his ass kicked by. But he didn't have, yeah. he didn't have, uh, yeah, but we saw hell, we saw hell break his. Break his hammer pretty easily. You're gonna tell me somebody with the reality stone isn't snapping that hammer and out? Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's just kind of stupid. Like the big to do about the hammer is dumb. Just like I said, if the scene's overdrawn out, and then the hammer matter. If he can wipe just white people out of existence, he just gets rid of Thor. I mean, yeah. I I don't I don't understand what the what the threat to Thanos is because he has a hammer. So, yeah, so Thor shows up, and they're all fighting. Then um, uh, Thanos shows up, finally, and he shows up, like, right next to um, where uh, Vision is. Because Vision gets attacked, but they get, like, attacked, so they didn't, they weren't able to finish the separation. Although, it's, so something that, bu- that bugs me. Right at the end there, when Shuri knows that stuff's going down, she just starts moving a lot faster. And then, like, I don't know if the screen just, if I wasn't paying enough attention, but it looks like she had severed all of the things on the screen. And then he's out there still fighting with the, uh, with the stone. So I'm, like, wondering if maybe she was able to, like, I don't know, like, maybe download a chunk of him or something. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not 100% convinced I don't think that she Vision is out, I think Vision. Out. I think if Gamora gets to die and Loki gets to die, Vision's dead. I don't think we get to Aww. play the they downloaded him game. That's uh, maybe like and that's probably what it is. Maybe I'm just hoping because I really like Vision that something else happened. But I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so he's he's back out there fighting, and then uh, he's with Scarlet Witch. Thanos shows up, and he's like, "You have to do it. You have to blow it up. You have to blow up the stone." Yeah, there, and, and, we, and it's, it's the literally whole, the last. It's the whole Star Lord Gamora thing, all flip flopped. She yeah. she needs to kill Vision. He tells her, "You need to kill me and destroy this in order to keep him from freaking getting it." So he's walking up to him. He's taking his sweet ass time fighting all the other people in the middle, and uh, she finally like is like, "Okay, fine," and she starts blowing it up. It's a really drawn, long drawn out scene. I don't think it needed to be as drawn it out as it was. It was incredibly drawn out. It was really, uh, they're doing the whole, like, it's for dramatic effect, but it was a little too much. Um, Are we dramatic yet? I think we were. Hold I on. We have to wait we till were about 20 minutes again. ago. It's gone from, like, it's one of those, the, what's the rule? If you wait long enough, it becomes funny again. 
Yeah. Like you just have to make once the pause goes into awkward, you just have to wait until it make it long enough that it's funny. I felt like that's what they were like. Was it dramatic? It was two seconds ago. Okay, wait for it to be dramatic again, and then we'll. And then we'll go. So she blows him up. She's sad. He's like, he's like, oh, poor child. I understand because he, you know, had to kill Gamora to get what he wanted. Um, And then he goes over there, uses the time stone to bring him back, and then rips the stone right out of his forehead. Right, and that's and that's where and and I guess you know we we talked about that before, but that's where initially my confusion came as to why uh, Strange didn't use the Time Stone more to its ability, and um, and we already talked about it because he saw that one in fourteen plus million chance of this is the direction it needs to this go in order way. for us to succeed, and so yeah, I guess I'm okay with that now. So he puts on the final stone, and then finally Thor shows up and shoves an axe into his chest. And it looks it looks pretty legit that like, he might be dying, but he was like, nope, you should have chopped off my head and you, killed me you instantly. You should have went for the head. And he snaps his fingers, and then it's done. Um, we get a really intensely emotional scene between uh, Thanos and uh, Gamora's soul, I think. Baby okay. Gamora can, shows can up. Can I explain what's happening with Gamora's soul when yes. he sees all these visions? So the the soul gem. Yeah. Uh, Adam Warlock in the comic lives inside the soul gem. Oh, okay. The soul he controls the souls. They literally live within the gem. So he has Gamora's soul. Huh. Okay. So all the people that he kills with that gem theoretically live inside the soul gem. So, like, that's where all the souls are that went poof? I suppose. And my answer is yes, because I'm I'm hoping so, because that makes the most sense on how to bring them back. Because in the comics, like I said, Adam Warlock lives in the soul gym, and that's where he's freed from. Hmm. It's like a pocket dimension. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So, yeah, he has, like, this, uh, he's, like, suddenly in the gym, I guess, with her. And she's like, did you do it? And he's like, yep. And she's like, what did it cost? And he says, everything. And this is like a really super emotional moment. And then um, suddenly we get to see um, half of, I think maybe more than half of the Avenger characters just disappear in a lovely poof of smoke. Um, right. Which was really, I don't know, It's just, it was super dark. I, I would feel more sad about it. If I knew for a fact that they were all just dead and didn't know for a fact that they're just yeah. going to come back in the next movie. Yeah. yeah this so was... people are like, oh, I'm so sad. And like, yeah, it was a really sad moment. But like, it's hard to take yourself out of that, the the knowledge that you know they're going to be back. That you right. know they're going to bring them back. So it's, it's right. hard for me to separate that. So yeah, it's a really sad and intense moment. I think it was... It was definitely helped, made um, cemented into more sadness with the reactions that we got from some of the other characters. Like when Okoye sees uh, the Black Panther disappear like that, her reaction was just like, made me way more sad than I would have been if he had just disappeared. Um, Right. But, and then the the Peter Parker one was the the roughest one, I think, because his lasted the longest. And he pulled a David Tennant and was just like, I don't want to go. And it was like, oh my god. And it's like, you know, you feel sad because you know that, like, Tony's going to be blaming himself the whole time. And, like, 
he's going to have all this a tremendous guilt. And then Dr. Strange is like, it was the only way. And then yeah. he disappears. <laughs> like, and like all of the guardians, except for rocket disappear. It's like, uh, insane. yeah. Star Wars disappears. Root, Groot. Uh, yeah. Drax. Root, Drax. Mantis. Uh, yeah. Mantis. Yeah. Gamora was already dead. Uh, I guess we don't really count Nebula as one. So she's right. still there, but uh, Scarlet uh, Witch. Scarlet Witch leaves. We actually have a list. Let me let me get this list. Okay. I know Nick Fury so, goes at the end, right? And then yeah. is that everyone? Uh, yeah, yeah. Barnes, Drax, Groot, Mantis, Maximoff, Peter, Quill, Strange, T'Challa, and Wilson. Uh, Nebula and Stark remain on Titan while Banner, Mbaku, Okoye, Rhodes, Rocket, Rogers, Romanoff, and Thor are left on the Wakandan battlefield. And then, yeah, post-credit scene, we lose both Nick Fury and Maria Hill. Yeah, and that's the thing, is that, like, when that scene happens, and uh, I want to comment first on the fact that I I, I honestly believe that, um, I I don't know if I'm correct in this, but uh, Samuel, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, I don't think he got to finish the word motherfucker. I mean, no, he didn't. So he absolutely that was, did that not. Was like the first time I think ever he didn't get to do that. But but that's not the point. He had the the little uh, whatever it is is the the email the thing or the page or whatever it is. His sidekick then, was out. Yeah, and then and then it fell when it disappeared. So what my point or my question? I don't say point. My question is is that when Bucky died. Okay, so let's go to Bucky. And. He has a mechanical arm that disappeared. Well, their clothes disappear and everything. I think it was because he like dropped it. I don't think he. It wasn't something he was wearing. <laughs> well, I don't think he was actually holding. It. I think he dropped it. He dropped it before he like yeah. before the disintegration got. Like to it was his happening. Hand. I don't know. Like, I, I, it, kind it of. Looked, I, I I mean I have to see it again, but I mean I thought I thought the the arm disappeared as well. I mean, I might be wrong. Well, I think in the end, that's, like, very unimportant. I mean, it is unimportant, (laughs) other than the fact that, like, Fury dropped when he was holding the little transponder thing, and Mm -hmm. it continued to send the message. I mean, it's all about continuity. I mean, so if, if you have a mechanical device, I don't care if it's attached or you're holding that and it can survive that whatever that deterioration process. I think if it's whatever. not a part of your person, like you're not it's not a piece of clothing that you're wearing or not a I mean his like, eye patch didn't drop, so there's your answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll concede to that. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway, so yeah that was the end. We the very last scene was Thanos uh who looks to be mostly healed from his axe to the chest. Um, looking out at a sunset and, like, sighing with satisfaction that he did his job. Um, we did also see, though, that, um, when he, after snapping his fingers, the Infinity Gauntlet kind of crumbled a bit. Yeah, It was still on his hand, but it was very much crumbling. I want to know about that. Yeah. I want... Like, does... Yeah. So what, what is the story, the story on that? I don't know. So I guess we'll find out next time. Maybe. On Avengers 2. Yeah, because when he was uh, 
don't, he was either waking up or whatever he was doing, but he it, it looked like the Infinity Gauntlet was still damaged when he was overlooking yeah. his planet or whatever it was. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was that he brought his planet back. In the... Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, so it's it's a drink we're left with all of the original Avengers. Uh, I didn't expect that. I thought they were definitely killing off Captain America, and I thought they were definitely killing off Tony. Uh, but they did not. They killed off, like, everyone else instead. Well, well let's see, because <laughs> my guess is I would really be surprised if, like, who's left alive? I don't know, right? But my my guess is I think it's more likely that the heroes that are left alive are the ones that are going to die in the end. Probably. It might be that way. I, I'm pretty sure that in the end, they are eventually going to kill off Captain America, and they are eventually going to kill off Tony. Um, I feel like that'll happen in the next one, more than likely. Right. And that they'll bring back most of everyone else. Because, I, I mean, like I said, I can't remember the exact... Do you have that list still? I'm just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's alive? The people alive are um, Banner, Bruce Banner, so the Hulk, Umbaku... Yeah, I I, I'm sure that I'm sure that Marvel's counting them as Avenger characters, superheroes, but I am not. Uh, Rhodes, so um, War Machine, yeah, War Machine, Rocket, Rogers, Romanoff, and Thor. So, uh, and then of course you've got uh, Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk. <laughs> what the heck, Tony Stark? <laughs> That's uh, a of but I don't. Yeah, think and Nebula. Yeah, I think Nebula those, left on Titan. I so think that the, those, all the original. I think that could be a flip. I mean, I really think that's. Uh, we'll lose everyone else and get get the. I mean, honestly, it'll probably be a mix or whatever. But I, I see it. The other thing is, does Marvel really have the balls to kill them all off in one move? I don't no. know. I feel like Marvel's too scared and too much in love with money. I think we're going to get a nice retirement. For some of them. For some of them. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Hawkeye, we see that Hawkeye got a... I think Hawkeye is going to be retired at least for a while with this... Yeah. He went home to be with his family. I think there's something going on between uh, Black Widow and Cap. Oh, yeah. Because it seemed like when he goes, well, this is awkward, that that's what he was referring to. Because they were more banter. So I'm wondering if they don't go off to have their little romance and then... Tony may sacrifice himself and die, but I see them sticking around because who doesn't want an old Robert Downey Jr. as the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. hanging out? Yeah. That would be nice, too. I mean, that's the thing. If they told Robert Downey Jr., look, you just have to do the, the Samuel Jackson level of work. You don't have to do your normal level of work. And He'd be like, still okay. Give you, and we'll give you half your pay. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the later Terminator movie. It's like, yeah, you know why he's there? Because they paid him. I feel like it'll be yep. the same thing. It's like, well, you just show up in every Spider-Man film for 10 seconds <laughs> and we'll give you $10 million. He's like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Sounds right. good. Right? I could use uh, a mansion every other year. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have made this episode about as long as the movie. Five hours long. <laughs> five Ooh. hours later. Uh, yeah, not not five. So, so I would say if you have... Any final if, thoughts? If you have the opportunity to go see the film, go see the film. Especially yes. if you're listening to this podcast because you've already, I guarantee, invested more time than you should in this universe, <laughs> and uh, you will you will not be disappointed. Let me put it that way. You might not yeah. be thrilled, but 
you definitely get a conclusion to the story, which is all we really want anyway. Right. We all need that conclusion. Yeah, and I I would really like to know, like, which stone would you have made your standpoint on and made it better to prevent Thanos from taking it? Mm. Is there any one? Or are you going to go with the Doctor Strange, you know, cop out of like, oh, no, this is the way it had to go? Well, I don't think I can personally stop him from taking any of the stones, so... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a superhero. He would, like, squish me like a little ant. He'd be like, squish, and I'd be like, I'm dead now. Right. Here's some stones. (laughs) They're free for you to take. Uh, But, yeah, well... I, I guess we'll find do out. Do we have any final thoughts? I, I'm pretty, I feel like I've no, gotten... No, I think I've beat this like a dead horse, so I'm good. Right. right. Dead horse. Yeah. Well, thanks everybody so much for watching or listening. Um, or maybe watching and listening. Maybe, maybe sure. both, you know, sure. whatever it is that you you do with your life. We're not here to judge. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm saying if they watch the movie and then listen to this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for doing both. Yes. Well, Marvel thanks you because they got paid. We we don't get paid. We don't get paid. Right. But thanks. Anyway, sign up for a Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of getting paid. Thank you for listening to the Nerdtastic Podcast. And as always, a shout out to the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Hey, this is Steve from Dinner and Podcast. This is your boy Joey from the So Wizard Podcast. Even now with Co 45. This is John from Superhero Speak. And you're listening to the Nerd. You are listening. You're listening to the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Entertainment, your ears. Your ears. Your ears. Your ears, your ears can't refuse. <laughs>